You're listening to WTF Radio, your number one place to hear Belinda Carlisle as we return to our Go-Go's Appreciation Hour. So, when it comes to daddy's love, unlike your mom, our lips are sealed. As always, we're your hosts. I'm Spicy Ryan and Vacation's All I Ever Wanted, here with... It took me a while to process that, but the fox danger. And he's got the beat. And today, we are going to be talking about Belinda Carlisle. We're going to be talking about about the update for a little bit that just happened, the tiny itsy bitsy update, and what would make this game better. Yeah, man. Because apparently that was a topic that came up on r slash Final Fantasy 1-1 recently, and I figured, eh, you know, that would not be a bad thing to discuss because somehow that's not something we've talked about appreciating the game, how to get the most out of the game, you know, how to get daddy's love, how not to get daddy's love, and especially the not part. And, you know, why not talk about what could be done theoretically within reason to make the game better besides, you know, typical things that people don't do, like learn to skill chain in a CP party. Also, everything that I'm going to say is out the window. (laughs) Gotcha. So how are you doing, Fox? Let's get that done. Uh, I'd say I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. I've got a pretty uh, legit IPA here. The heart and science uh, West Coast IPA um is it heart and science like heart and minds or hearts and minds what what, what is this yeah it sure is and it's, it's good stuff it's a it's a it's a very potent ipa and that's like right up my alley so i want to i want to know i'm drinking one so it's like someone just shoved a bunch of hops in your mouth and said chew oh yeah yeah and i i'm all for that too like i'm about that life so it's it's pretty legit um it's been really weird here uh lately so it was like 70 degrees yesterday right and it was 70 degrees today. But last night at 11 o'clock, well, it was keeping snowing. time now. It, 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 it snowed last night. Aren't you near it, the it, it's the weirdest shit. Aren't you in the mountains? Uh, I'm, I'm east of the mountains. But yeah, I'm just I'm just not used to that. I'm not used to it like being like blistering hot during the day and then snowing at night. It's just strange. I'm no meteorologist, Fox, but I'd happen to imagine that mountains would happen to interrupt the pattern of certain airflows and whatnot that would change temperatures and when it finally passes over the mountains you could get a, a quick cold spell or something but i have i literally have no i mean we're, we're clearly we're clearly not wind scientists so <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have to we'll just have to let that one be i guess i don't know but i yeah, know, it, I know it can trap in you know like like smog and things get trapped in california because of the mountains or in beijing or thing you know I, I know it can trap airflow or, or pollution or things like that so why not you know, when when certain airflow finally passes well, over the I mountains mean, for whatever reason, why not have snow? Every every year when Canada catches fire, I'm used to it being super smoggy around here. But wait, Canada Southwest catches Earth. fire? I thought they're too nice for that. No, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Every year it seems like they catch fire, and then we have to deal with like smog for three, four months. God damn, Quebec! I don't think that's directly north of us. But... No, it would not be. You'd be <laughs> near like British Columbia. Yeah, I'm also not a map scientist either. Well, so, don't worry. Most yeah, so of, I'm just guessing. Most Americans can't find things on the map, Fox. It's true. It's true. Which is fortunate um, because some of our viewers are not from America. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, everything else is, is pretty low-key around here. Um, not much to say on that front. Uh, in-game, though, I decided I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a Haverglamir, uh, which is the Empyrean staff. How did that uh, happen? That, I just like death that much. <laughs> I am also a fan of death. But... It's all about casting a, an obnoxiously like gaudy spell and having it use all your MP. That's, su- that's super appealing. So a more useful full cure in the inverse. <laughs> that's right. Full anti cure. So, 
it's a cool spell. I'd like to cast it more often, and I'm going to give that thing a go because I, I found that using Cadvongo was pretty good. Um, so I'm like trading TP bonus for better recasts in low buff situations. Extra MP, especially. Yeah, an extra MP too, because uh, that does quite a bit for the base damage of that spell. Um, go check out how it works, but it's basically three times, three times. The your first MP part of the equation is MP times three before what yeah. the uh, MAB over MDB. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Uh, it's really good. Um, so we'll we'll see. I you know in situations where you don't need magic accuracy stuff like that because people will be like, well, why don't you just use magic attack bonus? And well, it has not wrong. magic skill <laughs> and stuff on it higher than a normal staff. So if you didn't have, if yeah. you were using, if you were bursting or something, and all you had was uh, something good like Empaka staff, which has some MP on it and stuff, it's got a lower skill, although the magic accuracy is higher. So it's not that drastic. Most of the time, uh, my magic accuracy for my staff slot, like if I if I'm not using something like Kevanga, is around fifty. So if if fifty magic accuracy is making or breaking your day, feel free to use Empaka. I mean you're you're able to switch gear, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to use that and see where I can get with it. Also, it's gonna make a lot of my uh, fast cast swaps a lot easier and stuff. So we'll, I'm we'll see big on not changing my weapon once it's on. Like okay, here's the exception: when we we're doing diversions today, I was using Kadvanga, and then when we changed the NM, I changed to the Empaka staff for magic bursting. Yep. You know, that's, that's very, right. very different. Yeah, so very different purposes. So that I'm into, but I'm not into while I'm like doing stuff on Black Mage, just every time I cast something, changing to the staff from uh, uh, what's the UNM staff from uh, Water of Courage? <laughs> the fucking the the order? Pandemonium Warden, the, oh, there you go. the remade staff from him that has tons of magic accuracy and feebling. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, the I'm not into changing to that. To drop for me. Yeah, I'm not into changing to that and I'm in a fast cast weapon and all that. Like, just constantly have no because Black Mage is a job I like having TP on either for Merker. I mean, there's a lot of variables to cover and just give general you know things, but I'm not into really changing up a weapon constantly. I'm also a scholar and a summoner, though. Yes, those <laughs> so, would be more. So those are the the fast cast things. In fact, by default, um, my weapon swap swaps for my black mage are locked. I actually have to untoggle them, unlike all the rest of my jobs, where they actually where they actually start untoggled and I have to lock them. Uh, and that's by design so that I can take advantage of cold acumen. And I don't play those jobs, so that makes more sense for me to think that way, as opposed to you thinking more logically that other jobs don't need to lock their weapons. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, depending on how you set up your Lua two. Um, you can have like toggles for your weapons that return you to those weapons, in which case they never switch off unless you switch off them intentionally. And I'm not going to get too convoluted with that explanation, but um, there are ways to set it up. So nothing has to change, you know, that sort of thing with black mage. I just had it opposite where it's just automatically set up not to change unless I want to override it. And the only time it actually gets overridden regardless is when I'm casting Dispelga because Dispelga can be that. So that's just kind of how it works out. Uh, but yeah, there's that. Um, I just got done camping all of the lottery NMs, which were kind of a pain in the balls, but not the worst. So I'm on to the Voidwalker ones, and then, of course, the Abyssia ones after. So it's not that bad a process so far. Um, let's see. Nothing else really of note. Just still doing Odyssey stuff. And How's your kinda... dorm working? Like tonight, hopefully your Wi-Fi is better. It's been better so far already today, because we played together today for a little bit. My internet is still garbage, man. Yeah, yeah, but you didn't DC from Divergence this time. That's right. I, I I clung strong to life. <laughs> it was like right as everyone was dying. And hopefully, hopefully there's no cars no. racing outside your window this time. Yeah, for real. And the bowl of mashed potatoes has been disposed of. I, I can't verify that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
it's probably how, still there. How have, you, how have you not? Why don't you go check it right now? Why don't you just get up and go check and see if the mashed potatoes are still there? All right, one second. <clears throat> I can confirm they are still there. <laughs> Shit. Uh, for real? Come on. For real. What the fuck? You live with a bunch of goddamn animals. I, I, I am, man. It's definitely gonna. <laughs> well, well, definitely gonna change my mind of what I do. Uh, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> you know, I, I just okay, whatever. I just I wouldn't be able to just ignore a bunch of scunchies leaving a some some fucking shit to mold out just laying around well, there. Um, they're mashed potatoes. You see, the, the the cabinet door is closed, so I never really have to see it. <laughs> And it's also an area I don't have to access because I keep all my shit in my room, not because I think someone's going to like steal or break something, but because it's fucking clean. So it's been three weeks of a bowl of mashed potatoes beneath the sink in your in your dorm. Oh, probably more. Probably <laughs> That's just from when I can confirm it showed up, you know, and this is all about making sure you're having good practices at analyzing data, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going we're to talk about that in one of our yeah, segments. Well, we'll talk today. about that a little bit, but I mean, I guess we could we could refer to this as the uh, the mashed potatoes law where you can't actually guarantee that this was the start date for the mashed potatoes like we just know that it existed as of this point there's been too much data aggregated on the mashed potatoes here which (laughs) skews the actual results and data which was which was you know seemingly made for the purpose of confirming the data of in the first place that the mashed potatoes were there i probably don't have enough data actually yeah i think my sample size is too small do you not speak (laughs) with the other people there uh not usually yeah it's like uh we're we're all just kind of non-existent around each other jesus fuck i've actually never lived in a house where people didn't really talk to each other but Uh, i do now i don't i mean you're with some zoomers now i don't know if that's uh you know yeah i mean i guess that could be it um you know i you gotta remember i'm like twice as old as these guys so yeah you're also twice (laughs) as i'm used to a oh thanks man i'm used to a different uh a different world where you know i would just like go talk to people (laughs) instead of you know, text them all the time or whatever. In fact, I almost never used to call people on the phone. Um, as terrible as the sentence is almost never is, uh, hasn't it? Uh, I would actually just like go hang out with people. And if they weren't available, I'd just be like, cool, I'll just go do something else. Like nowadays, it seems kind of weird because it is so impersonal. Like nobody wants to talk to anybody. I, I don't really get it. I It's usually not good if I talk to you in a public setting. Not you particularly, right, right, but... Right, right. I almost yelled at a Bed Bath and Beyond manager today. Just almost just started going off. <laughs> what happened with that? I don't. I don't ever go to that store for uh-huh. a reason. I, I usually don't go to stores in general unless it's like Aldi or Lidl or something because I enjoy shopping for food. Food's fun. I like Bed Bath and Beyond. So but I don't, I don't... <laughs> but I have an AeroPress. I make coffee every day because I love gotcha. coffee and. It has like little paper filters. I mean, you've seen it. It's like a, yeah, you know, yeah. it's got little paper filters that you use. One use paper filter. Oh, I thought, I thought that was MERS. I didn't realize that was yours. No, I put, I brought that on a plane with me, which. Oh yeah, I've actively used that. Okay. Yeah. When, when, yes, you've effectively I, used it. I've handled your coffee package. <laughs> and it was funny because when I was leaving through Newark to come to you, they didn't give a shit. I had a cylindrical tube of a coffee grinder. It looks like a fucking pipe bomb. But on the way back, <laughs> right. they're like, oh, I'll open the bag up. And they start taking the whole thing apart. I'm like, it's just a coffee grinder, man. There's, there's fucking beans everywhere. Yeah, there's like way more illegal shit you're going to find in there that I didn't want you to. So <laughs> that's unfortunate. Uh, but 
Yeah. I, I, so, so you're yelling at his bed, bed, bath. Yeah, I, I did not. I was close to it. So <laughs> the best way to do it is you just get the coupon in the mail and you just go and pick up some filters and then you leave. But it was an online pickup because she apparently did that on her own accord. And we went today when we were going to get things like I picked up a nice bottle of Pinot Noir or whatever. And some more habanero vodka in case I had to do a lot of editing all night. Oh, as you do. Yeah. You know, because if you want something nice, you get some habanero. <laughs> You know, typical things. And so we're picking these up and just it's this middle-aged guy who's yelling at the cashiers. He's the manager and he's yelling at him from behind me like someone has to go pack out. And I'm sitting there and I'm just and then I have I I get distracted because this woman is trying to make a return and she just gets up like against me. And it's like, what are you doing? Like she just like I just had to run like some basketball pick move where you just stand there with your back to someone so that they don't like you know <laughs> so you obstruct them on the court. You know that's what I had to do for a second because I ha- I had this lady because I'm I have Kara with me so I don't want this lady like breathing all over her. This fucking COVID still get the fuck away. So I do like a basketball pick to this lady to give her the message get the fuck away. And then this guy's yelling at the cashiers, one of them was trying to help me, and I just I wanted to turn around and just start fucking unloading on this guy because I got this one lady annoying me, and I got this guy, someone needs to get the fuck out of here. Is that how you manage people? Get out of here, that fucking shit. So <laughs> luckily, the guy went and found the stuff, and we got out of there quickly. It was right behind him. Just give it to me. We're going. Going before I make a scene. <laughs> so. In very different worlds, man. Like, where the fuck is the chill nowadays? Like, I, I'm always well, chill like everything I do. <laughs> you have to understand. My state's a little different. I know I know it is. I, I do know that. I got gas today. I didn't have to pump it. It's a little different here. Yeah. It's like Oregon, right? No. <laughs> Except that's, that's chill. They, they, got, they don't, in Oregon, you need to pump your gas. That, no, you don't. Yes, you do. As of two years ago, they got rid of that law. Oh, well, I lived there like six years ago. Yeah, you no longer, you have to pump your gas there now. They got rid oh. of the attendance. Yeah, that's kind of nice, it was actually. A, it was like a, a referendum they passed. It was like a state amendment no longer that you could now pump your gas. Hey, all right. It's actually illegal to pump your gas in my state, so you need a referendum for that. I, I like it that way. I like the whole thing. Nonetheless, so <laughs> I also, I do not like IPA, and today I have an IPA from a local brewery. It is, in my opinion, the most overrated local brewery in all of Jersey. It is Cane Brewing. And it's not infused with like chocolate or wet pussy or anything, right? No, as much as I love wet pussy, it is not infused with that. It is just party wave. It's just another fucking name to stick on a, a can here. That's a, a, I'm combining words for a pun there. It's shtick. Shtick. Uh, okay. It's their shtick. It's just let's put something on a can. It's another IPA. Let's make some art, and then we're good. And that's <laughs> that's it. It's fine. It's it's good. It's fine. I don't. But like does it. it come with a story? No, no, there's oh, no. Hold on, let's. let's mine, do some, mine doesn't either. So. Let's do some googling. <laughs> okay. Because last time there wasn't a story on that beach house. <laughs> right. Until we went to the site. It's a it's a little reward for going on the full adventure. I don't know. Like I go into Bed Bath and Beyond. I'm like, well, you know, maybe I, I want to come for retail stores, man. I just hate them. I hate a lot of them, but that store has just always been exactly what i go there for <laughs> like i i don't have I, I think it's because i don't put bed bath and beyond upon a pedestal <laughs> like i i know what it is going in there and i know it's about to sell me some pillowcases or some shit it was the most convenient like, place in which to get these filters otherwise i've yeah. not been in that store since the last time i got filters which was right before i came to see you so that's how long it's been since <laughs> i was in the bed bath and beyond it's been years 
but, but what I'm getting at is like, I don't go to Bed Bath Beyond all the time. I like the store because it, it fits the exact expectations I have for the store. Like it doesn't let me down like McDonald's, right? It, it's just, it's just something that's common out there. You, you know, if you find it, you can get your, your fucking filters, your pillowcases. And you know, the, the people working there, they probably have training some at some point, but dude, you know, it's either someone who's super young in yeah. school or it's there's a bunch of old women this guy was yelling at old women that's what he was yelling at was like women in their like late 60s i don't know i i don't get that like there's no reason to yell at these people and it's like <laughs> but he, then again he didn't Stacey. ask them to do anything specific he just said something like like they're supposed to like oh hold on yeah sure. meanwhile they all had a customer they're ringing up they're like we don't need all these people up here it's like get the fuck out of here Obviously oh wait so, so this dude didn't work there no he worked there he worked there he was the he was the you know the the manager of the store i'd imagine because he looked like a manager looks uh, you know, middle-aged, disappointed, depressed, probably drinks and smokes a lot and all that white hair trying to cover up the rest He's of He's got, head. like, the, 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 the bald-shaped maxi pad spot on his head. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's a, the certain balding pattern that's unfortunate. Yes. Yeah. For some reason, you go to the site for this. This is what's taking so long. That's why we're talking about this. You go to the site, and it just it loads a blank page. It's like, oh. wh- why? Well, I, I was just trying to buy you time while you looked up the fantastic story voyage that we're about to go on. So uh, apparently, we're not. It just you know, commercial stuff. description says it's a blend of four hops, Galaxy, Mosaic, Simcoe, and Citra. Da, 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 da. Fla- oh, 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 oh. Flavors of passion fruit and citrus from the heavy use of Galaxy and Citra, and the more subtle pine and tropical fruit from the Mosaic and Simcoe blend. Well, with uh, the, that's normal for IPA. With a simple malt of a malt bill of Pilsner. Wheat and low crystal. They basically just fancily described how IPA should taste. Dude, I, I don't know. It's like, fucking, there's nothing special about that. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous to get four 16-ounce cans of these people is like $25. Whoa, gross. Yeah, it is. It's overrated, it's like overpriced. Yeah, it's overrated, <laughs> overpriced, and it's just not, it does not deliver. Unfortunate. Oh, man. I just wanted, it's the only IPA I had on hand that I could, uh, what do I got? I can give a fox. There's a party wave. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, in terms of myself, outside of B3, <laughs> and the cats doing whatever that is. Yeah, man. They start <laughs> screwing with each other. Um, Not literally. That is kind of what that sounded like, though. <laughs> They're sleeping, and one wakes up, like, you know, and then they, it's like, oh, where am I? Let me start fighting. Yeah, I, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I would go from zero to fight club immediately. <laughs> So as far as I am, I, you know, in game, I could talk about that personally. I don't know. I, I'm not in a sharing kind of mood anymore. Sure, man. Because yeah, I've been really exhausted all week because I've just been doing, you know, like nothing's changed at work or anything. I just, you know, I'm not exhausted from work. I'm just exhausted from just thinking a lot where you just think all day long until you're just exhausted yourself. And it's just like a lot of personal thinking and things, uh, taking stock of, you know, I've talked many times in the show about just uh, mm-hmm. thinking about things and not ignoring things. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to go on a whole diatribe about not being ignorant of one's own negative personality traits, if you could call them negative and considering where you stand on, you know, there's a lot of various things I could, you know, I'm very upset with the massacre and uh, Busha, just random things that have been on my mind all week. Uh, without doing a thing in that. So I'm that way. Uh, and yeah, o- right. other- otherwise in game, uh, we had a good time in Divergence today. Yeah, it was a, it was a pretty decent run outside of the not getting Kindred's medals. 
We got Beastman medals. We got six of them, so that was enough for one for every person. Yeah, but those aren't nearly as cool. <laughs> Beastman medal in every pot. And yeah, I mean, we, we cleared all of Wave 1, and we killed all the NMs in Wave 2, and we almost cleared Wave 2 also, which is pretty good because, you know, I wasn't on Black Mage this time, so we had one less DD. We had one Black Mage. Yeah, and you were the only Black Mage, and we had Norcris and and uh, Basing on Core, and that was pretty much it. I like. I, I switched into Dark Arts for NMs, but that's about all. That's, you know, we only have one core, and that was Basing, and it's like, you know, he can't be the core every time because now you think he's capped his weapon or something, so... I'm he's almost, close. I, yeah. I thought. I think he's like one more off. Oh, uh, so we were both twenty-two, and he got twenty-four, and I got twenty-four today. Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, I could make a core neck because I actually don't have one, and I could just go core. It's really? Cool. Yeah. We just added your core Lua to the GitHub today for anyone who's interested in the GitHub that cares. And the Beast Lua got a fix that was uploaded today. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the with the Beast Lua. <laughs> <laughs> but Funkson found a lot of like really weird errors, and he he brought up that there wasn't a uh, a buff comparator. Like it's it's a specific part of the Lua that basically just checks if you have a buff. And uh, I, I was I was looking in there, and I'm like, wait, mine has this. Like, how does he not have this? His so it made me question what I had sent you. So it's probably mm-hmm. just best that you just re-upload. The I whole already did. Yeah. Who knows what happened there? There was a stunge tathlum, and all sorts of shit. Well, you know, when it comes to the stunge tathlum. Oh, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Stunch Tathlon Plus One. When Stunch Tathlon Plus Ones, when Staunch Tathlon Plus Ones are not enough, there's this new Stunch Tathlon. Size does not matter here. It's all about how you throw it. <laughs> Great for the Tartarus, especially. This Tathlon has a revolutionary ergonomical grip, allowing the wielder preci- precision aiming. If your vision is not 2020, or if your height isn't up to snuff, available now for the low, low price of 99999999 gil while supplies last. And Funk has made a Stunch Tathlum BG meme yeah, that. <laughs> that is the item changed into Stunch Tathlum plus one, all races, resistance to slash slash GS validate minus one, in quotes, ergonomical grip, and then depending on character height, accuracy plus one to over 9,000. It's so funny. Like people will will load my Lua's and think they're broken because like they get this big list of stuff after the GS validate, but like the GS validate also sometimes reveals some of my own spelling mistakes. So, and I think the icon is a pair of glasses. I think so. Yeah, (laughs) it's pretty good. The staunch Tathlon plus one. When staunch Tathlon plus ones are not enough. Yeah, uh, Core Lua should be pretty decent. Um, But yeah, I don't have a neck. I could go make a neck. I'm just not on core enough to to care. Like people seem to think these things are like a huge deal and they make a huge difference, but honestly they don't. <laughs> My core has been fine. Doesn't stop me from one-shotting statues. Doesn't stop me from using lead and salute. Now it means a hell of a drug, etc. So yeah, it's got some functionality. It's pretty good. I really enjoyed today too, so we can talk about Black Mage for two seconds and get out of the way because Oh of course. Uh, I'm Black Mage with no accuracy buffs, no accuracy food, just using my stuff, my in-pocket staff. Uh, making a four-step with the Nin and Core who were making a three-step, I was able to interject myself in there to do a, a Shatter Soul to close out the distortion from the ninja into the wildfire from the Core so that we could get a four-step instead of a three-step and the mobs were dying very quickly between all the nukes going off and stuff. Yeah, it was actually really nice because I used that Shatter Soul intermission because I knew you wouldn't be able to cast uh, to drop the Noctohelix. <laughs> the Noctohelix too, because that way I knew it wouldn't get resist walled. 
perfect. <laughs> so I dropped that shit in there. And it's great too because it allows me to put a little magic defense down on the mob itself and the weapon skill and we're magic bursting. You know, yeah. the Geo, you on Scholar, and myself are all magic bursting on top of, you know, these two DDs because we only had a party of six people. So that's how you maximize a party of six people when you have Scholar, Bard, Black Mage, Court, Ninja, and Geo. Yeah. Still pretty solid though. Uh, we we still we, we seem to have like very solid runs when we don't bring tanks. Like I, I almost say that well, we probably just don't need a tank in divergence. Well, kinda. Wave two, it's nice. I did get killed on a poll because I was just, you know. Yeah, I'm. I, it's because I wasn't there to get killed for you. <laughs> that, that's usually what would happen to me. But <laughs> how's that? How's that taste? <laughs> mm, like like the ground was filling me up, and I just oh, that that sounds bad. Yeah, man. <laughs> No, it it wasn't even like a healing nightmare either. Like it, it was fine. We had regen. Like took care of just about everything. Yeah, so it was it was pretty low key. Um, being able to dark arts on NMs is great. I got to say, it felt really uh, good being able to do a water john and cold acumen gear, lose no MP, and then do a <laughs> cataclysm on everything and just keep destroying the mobs that way because black yeah. mage is a terrible job, and it you know. Yeah, it's definitely the worst job. You know, you definitely can't net zero. Net, net zero aga everything in front of you get tp to then do a weapon skill and then rinse and repeat it must be really terrible to take the mobs vit down by 63 and it's int down by 63 and it's mine down by 63 while applying a 75 a tick dot on top of you know your helix and everything there's a lot of dot on that mob yeah i mean i wish the dot mattered a little bit more but like well, the now they can i'm raising their I'm raising their F strength. And, uh, yes, the, the stat downs, like those are real important though. That's that's really nice. Because even when you cap defense down, uh, if you're not capping F strength, then the choke is effective. Because you got to think, like you're, if you're a samurai out there with a Massimune or a Masamune, but the, uh, the augment and everything on there gives you plus 70 strength. That's almost exactly the same thing as getting a free R15 augment when it comes to like the stat block. That 63 down is basically the exact same thing as uh, 70 up. I mean, with the exclusion of it's not calculated towards your modifier for the weapon skill, but it still increases your base damage, which is the same potency as the modifier. And it doesn't give you the the attack. So, I mean, the only difference is the attack there, but it's the same part of the calculation. Uh, Well, technically it's worth more because your F strength is not a percentage of the stat. It's just your... On those mobs, it's fine because you're probably not capping F strength. You're not with what we have. Yeah. Two on an NM. Yeah. So I mean, in that situation, it's good. But like, if you go, if you go try this on like level zero rabbits, like, oh yeah, well, let me see what the the damage yeah, difference is. Like, capped. it's not going to do anything to you. Yeah. So you got to be mindful of your F strength cap. That's for sure. Um, but it's like, that, like the mind down is nice. It's the same thing in Odyssey when bards go around giving a third minuet instead of a Herculeanitude. <laughs> yeah. There's absolutely no reason to get hit with that minuet. Besides the fact that if you're capping, why would you want another attack when you could add modifier to Savage Blade too? But hey. I struggle to find bards that can give a dude. It's just why. It's it's rough, man. It's it's almost like you have to hold a different macro and then cast it on someone. I know I, nothing about being a bard, by the way. I appreciate obviously. table learning bard because Carrot's so tired of bard <laughs> that table's picking up bard and he's sitting there. He's oh, like, Fox, he's asking questions. They're like, I don't <laughs> yeah. play bard, but they're, they're, they're questions every bard would ask. Like, how do I fix this issue with the extra song when I'm on people? Or, how, do I, how do I put my fourth song on? How do I put the fourth song on? Because my one hour is on and it's not adding a fourth song. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. That was pretty good. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of a learning curve, especially when, you know, you're not just running a script that does it. But it, it's good that he's not because then he gets to learn these little things about how the songs work. And he's yeah, not you can't later when, when you have to, a, like, a fight really. where dispel goes off like and guy does dispel. That's a perfect one. And guy yeah. can get dispel off because silence to come off. And then the next thing you cast dispel before you even realize and get silence back on. And oh, there goes a carol you need. But I have all these other songs and durations. How am I going to fix this? Or, well, you know, everyone's got different song was dispelled. What do I do? You know, if you just run a script, you're going to run the whole thing all over again instead of just fixing one or two songs. So I think he said he was using my bar Lua, which is actually pretty good for that. Like, it, it's pretty easy to uh, to reapply songs using that particular Lua and how it works. Um, you just go back into dummy mode and then just select the person and what song you want. And it'll just, you know, it'll do the auto PNSMO thing that other Luas do. It's just that the toggle is really easy to go from uh, dummy to full potency. And even then it's set up so that your dummies are almost full potency anyway, like they sh fucking should be. Um, so that way, even when you're PNS among them on, you still have a lot of, uh, you get a lot of good stats out of it still. Can I always you tell know, who a good bard is because they'll put on the right dummies instead of fucking goblins gavote and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. It's like, oh, thank you for the resistance to bind. I needed that right now. Oh, Fox. Also, one thing I saw today when I was out that I have to mention because it was great. Oh. It was not raining today at all. Not raining. So there was no drops of rain falling from the sky. A woman in a red Lexus was driving with her windshield wipers on nonstop. A traffic light. She had the traffic light in front of me. Windshield wipers are just going. We're, we're now on, you know, <laughs> on the highway. I like how this is bothering you and it's not in your car. Like I thought, I thought windshield wipers are going full speed, just whoosh, whoosh, and there's not a drop. I thought she was like using her her actual windshield wash and it was like spraying. No, car. no, she just was. Her her wipers were just on nonstop. There's no oh, rain. No. Like you know when there's no water in your windshield and and you just yeah, got, like, it makes it awful noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> could you fucking drive like that? There's no water. Yeah, well, especially uh, when your wipers are new. Like, the newer your wipers are, the worse that sound is. <laughs> I imagine her wipers are just like, there's no rubber left. It's just... It's just... <laughs> it was just perplexing how someone can drive with just the wipers going. It was not slow. It wasn't like... Oh, I mean, there's a she, she's not going to notice while she's while she's looking at her phone, right? So while she's driving, as long as she doesn't look out the front windshield, you know, there's nothing to worry about. <laughs> she was looking at her phone at the I light. I mean, she's in Jersey, right? So uh, I just... I was perplexed. <laughs> I'm like, this bitch just... <laughs> I was just... <laughs> Carrot and I were both perplexed. It's like, what the fuck is going on? That's good, man. <laughs> so we have... Few segments we could do. We have the update we could cover real quick. Uh, we have eventually the main topic. What do we want to do first, Fox? Because there's no outline for this. Uh, for this one here, I, I guess I kind of want to talk about this treasure hunter proc thing. <laughs> okay, okay. So first, I'll do the. Yeah. So yeah, you'll you'll want to preface it because like you're the one being called into question here. <laughs> well. Okay, I was going to first interject the quick points of your new and hopefully never recurring but always recurring segment of what happened in drama in the game. Oh, you want to do that guy first? Uh, sure. Let's do it. We, we won't. So, we won't in Aserin news, these are all in Aserin news, by the way. Odoro may be gone in front of Obero. But now we have Oboio. 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 
Obioyo is now in front of, of Obero, ready to take all your items. So <laughs> Yeah, so go ahead and blacklist that. Guy. As everyone freaks out about it on auction houses and everywhere else, you can always add yeah. Obioyo. My jungle love, Obioyo. <laughs> I know I want to blacklist you. List you. Do that so you don't lose your shit. You know, I don't even blacklist these guys, but I also don't trade things to them very often. Um, but I always just make sure I trade the rare XP gear with it. And someone made the um, the argument that you have to watch out for your necks when you trade those at the same time. And that makes sense, I guess. You know, as long as it's not already augmented. So just kind of watch out for that shit. Yeah, don't stick your neck out there. Don't stick your neck out there, man, because Oboyo will snatch that shit right up. Oh, oh, So that's that's that one. Everyone goes nuts over so that. So what's up with this next bullet point? Because I'm not aware of anything that's happening here. Regal Captain's gloves. So <laughs> these are the gloves where <laughs> if you miss, it'll swing again. These are the gloves where if you have 60% accuracy or less, you get one extra swing. Yeah. And you get six extra swings if you have 20% floored accuracy. So you could miss a lot of extra times. Right. You get like you'd have like accuracy that's below fifty percent for an extra two swings. Because guys, it doesn't improve your accuracy. Makes you miss it more. Just allows you to have more of the exact same chance. Yeah. Which is not the same thing. Like, don't get those things confused, or you'll end up like that. This math that we're going to talk about a little bit later on this uh, treasure hunter thing. So <laughs> everyone remembers the your mom bit. Where the, I said, you know, the guy asked me what the offhand oh, yeah. on clubs on blue, and I said offhand your mom, which led into <laughs> the guy's girlfriend who hasn't been around in a while, so I guess he doesn't have her anymore, freaking out, and uh, them wanting to come to my house to beat me up and demanding my address, and they, the guy still, the other day, was yelling, you know, you're not, you know, you're too chicken always, to tell me your address again. I, I always find it cute when couples try to do things together. Yeah, I guess they broke up because <laughs> that person's no longer around. It's just now it's just that one guy yelling that uh, I won't give him my address because why would I give you my address? You're not going well, to play fairly. Well, I mean, it, it sounded like fun. Like maybe she's starting to offhand his mom too. <laughs> Our lips are sealed. Doing it. Can you feel it? So. So Regal Captain's clothes. Yes, the your mom guy is making is making an ooh run, and he says in the party that. Uh, everyone coming has to have, quote, top-notch gear. And to check everyone coming, and they have to be uber-geared. So that was the criteria for ooh. For ooh. Yeah. You know, six-year-old NM. Um, it's that's be that way. So he says in party, no slackers. So, which is just, when I hear someone say that, I go, okay, okay. So, I happen to be right next to him when this is happening, because I'm going to go in on myself to get some detritus real quick. And I say that this guy, Zarloft, is an ooh slacker. And that just sets him off and say, like, I have every item. How could I be an ooh slacker? I, da, da, da. I so, I have every item from ooh, therefore I cannot be a slacker, and uh, you suck. So, basically, he gets to ooh with his group, people in his link shell and some pug people. The Regal Captain's gloves, the gloves that do absolutely nothing, <laughs> drop. He, 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 they're his CCOM, because he has every item. And someone ninja lots them from him, and he freaks out and starts demanding and party that the person pay him 50 million gil. Because that's what they're worth, 50 million. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. Like, uh, 50 million gil for that, and he just freaks out. And the person ends up paying him because what? the guy went to like the link show leader and everything it like blew up. You want know, the link show leader? The link show leader's like, do you want me to kick him? Do you want his uh, share of gill from diversions that? And he's like, 
I would just moonwalk the fuck out of there. The guy paid him 50 <laughs> mil, apparently, is the word in the street. Well, and then he's like, no, it's okay. You don't have to kick him. You can, he can keep his girlfriend diversions because he got paid 50 mil for garbage after freaking out after lying. So dumb. I mean, I wouldn't have ninja lotted it to begin with. But like in that same scenario, I would have just been like, no, I'm not going to pay you 50 mil. And I would have moonwalked the fuck out of that link shell. Anyone new who joined the Discord <laughs> cannot see it because it's, you know, an exclusive club only. But it was in the trash channel. The logs of that were posted of just the guy freaking out. And it was just. Oh. unbelievable like because clearly no one's lot in those gloves the last guy who was supposed to pass accidentally hit lot it just happens it's, it's, it's a story as old as time there and it just to have him freak out over these garbage gloves was just great yeah i mean i've i've racked my brain on situations where i've actually tried to use my pair and they just still kind of sit my i use them for, for lock reason. style i mean i'm about to use them for a copper voucher they're a decent lock style yeah they're okay they fit some sets because they're like non-bulky gloves. They're a lock style item. So the, I've been on the Amalric hands kick for lock styles. Something about that uh, that crushed purple velvet. It's hard to work that purple <laughs> velvet in, man. Unless you're keeping your pin pan strong, it's hard to work that shit in there. I keep it so strong. So the last <laughs> one here has been posted multiple times all over every community site. It is Rosma, breaker of chains, flailer of dragons, and prisoner of angst. Okay. And Rosma has been going around ending the Miryu chain by just getting behind it and making it flail and killing everyone. You, it's great. It's, I love it. You are far more impressed with this idiot than I am. It's that's great. For sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I get why you like it it's because he's fucking everyone over. People have lost their shit. I, I mean, I guess I, I, I wouldn't lose my shit over this. I obviously I didn't, but it is kind of annoying not to get a hundred per kill because some idiot wants to be noticed. So it was that's how I see it. <laughs> it was effectively a one time thing. And then everyone lost their shit and just started just threatening him and sending all like he said that lines were crossed, quote unquote. Mm, that's cool. So now now Get once a week, he just ends the chain. Sure. And people. So just here's how you fix that. You go in and you actually wear your fucking DT sets and then Mira doesn't kill you. <laughs> Instead, he gets himself killed because there's no magic formula that's causing him to survive this, but you not to. So you're you're complaining simply because you're dumb. That's all I have for you. And so some people said that as naturally would happen. And everyone's like, so it got to the point of just, you know, everyone saying that he should be ostracized and socially murdered, essentially. And I don't think so. And that anyone who and that anyone who deals with him. Uh, should just be cut off from the world or whatever. So naturally, I invite him to the link shell. Because oh, his link shell, his, his number two link shell kicked him, his, his bullshit social one. So he's in the link shell. And he has said that it, he's pretty done with the game or whatever because he's quote-unquote done everything. So he said that his endgame goal is to have patch notes made just for them. Oh, good luck with that, man. <laughs> Which in a vacuum sounds very conceited and ridiculous, but... In the context of the conversation that came from, it was just like, uh, he's talking about how people have just gone ridiculous over it, so that's the thing. So those are your three drama points of, uh, you know, <laughs> It's just so stupid. I guess. Everyone's fucking stupid, I swear. I, yeah, so this should never be a thing to begin with. Like, there's no reason to lie off the handle and throw, give this guy, like, weird threats. I'm sure he got death threats. He, yes. I, how you take them seriously, who knows? But uh, it's an online video game. game. You can't take them Spoilers, too seriously. Nobody's hard on an online video game. Like nobody can be taken seriously. <laughs> uh, I 
Quote, if they oh, didn't Jesus. go and put their salt mines into overdrive, I wouldn't have cared nor freed up my schedule to do this. And like, how are you going to be, how are you going to react like that anyway to these people doing this? Like, like, what the fuck would I care if some fucking clown shoe in an online video game hates the fact that I killed them indirectly because they can't wear proper gear sets? This is the same as when I go to Ryzen Jima just to wait for the person to get charmed to kill them. That's what I do. It's no oh, yeah. You know, I, I sit there and I, I used to try to Zanitzuk and people. It's great. <laughs> get on Summoner. I you need know, to go out there on Black Mage and death people. If only Rua included in his video of how to improve Summoner that it's already perfect because you can go out there and summon Odin to kill charm people <laughs> and in domain invasion. Because the windup on that is so long that if you if you pull it off, you earned it. Oh, uh, that's so good. That's screenshot worthy. There, the guy can move away and only have to redo it again. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so the data, the thief, the treasure hunter, the never-ending. So I'm not excited about this because this is like a similar kind of rant that I always end up going on. But yeah, man, like so... explain what's going on, I guess question we thought was dead but we're gonna resurrect because it was resurrected anyway <laughs> right so in the community guide which i've pulled out of so people can do this stuff i don't know if i can leave this here because it's frankly wrong but someone edited with a snarky note the snarky note here in the edit is this guide likes to claim th is simple i don't know if they really read the rest of the guide since it's now been stripped of all my stuff but this guide likes to claim th is simple and I left that there because people be looking for it. And comments, there is lots of confusion, yes. yet this very guide is spreading the confusion. This edit attempts to set the record and players' experience expectations straight that there is no credible reason to believe wearing more TH gear than TH8 offers any benefit in any circumstance. And the edit was, yeah. it was a link to a thread from Melfina. And it was done... Great. End of last year, we edited. I don't know if it came up before. May. Oh, it is 2021, so like we're resurrecting this, this from beyond the grave. Yeah, this just <laughs> happened this week, like a few days ago. This guy edited this and put that there and linked this thread. I didn't even like see. Just found this thread. I didn't even see the date on this, man. This isn't even worth talking about. <laughs> oh, what's happening? So <laughs> you know they they put in here that wearing more th gear than th8 does in bold not increase your rate of th procs. All links to the OP of this uh, testing has demonstrated this, and SE has never stated wearing more TH gear than TH8 offers any value. SE has consistently said more TH gear than 8 is meaningless, which is incorrect. Because when did it, SE release the chart, though? Did that come out after this post? That was before this post. Oh, okay. But I can't remember when they released it. I thought it was like June or something. Literally what they edited, they just injected in there, and the stuff that I have there is that... TH increases at a fixed rate in proc and that you have to increase your TH with a link to SE saying that basically I could open the link from SE, but you have to during the thief episode, this came up, you have to have TH greater by one than your, your tier in order to not have a decrease in your um, rate of procking to the next level. It gets lower as you go up higher, but it's a constant maximum rate, and it gets lower as you go up higher. That's why it takes longer to proc. So I was going to criticize how the ship of fools here actually analyzed this data. I was not going to criticize what was going on, like as far as like how wrong or right like the the page was, because it's right. It's it's literally referencing SE saying exactly how it is. So this guy who updated the wiki is super wrong, and I guess just revert that shit, and they're dumb. Um, but uh, I had more of a comment on 
just the three pages in this post of people not properly assessing data. And that was, <laughs> that's the worst. So, I mean, for people who don't know, are you going to put like the link to this thing, this, this post? I will put it in the description for those that read it. Okay. Cause I mean, I don't want to be like too, I, I kind of want to be vague because I don't want to read all of this garbage, but basically there, there's two tables here and like calling it a table is a disservice to table himself. <laughs> um, and we're going to smash that. We, yeah. We have, we have TH8 and we have TH14. Like these are the two headers, right? So the total mobs for each of these samples is 40. And that's apparently wrong based on how they collected this data because you need a much larger sample size to try to determine anything, you know, than this, this 40 here. And what it does is it tells you exactly what they pulled off a of K parser, where it shows like the total number of, uh, of like TH procs and, and like basically where it ended or whatever, like per mob. And it clearly demonstrates that wearing more TH past plus eight allows you to have more procs simply by virtue of reaching higher levels of TH. So automatically the, uh, the argument is void. <laughs> and on another token, it's just the wrong way of looking at it altogether. Like they have an average total attacks to get treasure hunter proc and it's listed as 231.792 attacks. And I can tell you right now, based on how many, how frequently my ninja auto attacks in Dynamis, that that is not a real average of anything. Like it does not take you 231 total attacks to get a treasure hunter proc. So basically, basically what happens is I, I don't know if we brought this up in the past, but it would have been last year. It's so, so it's dumb. been it's been a hot minute. It would have been like half a year or so ago, and it was Melfina testing on Apex mobs with a TH8 set and a TH14 set. How you know they fought 40 mobs and they recorded. Yeah how the number of procs that occurred in aggregate for all of those mobs. And right away in their TH8, they never reached 13 and 14, which they did while wearing TH14. So right away, no matter how many mobs they fought, it shows immediately that their whole bolded premise and the premise that was edited here in a uh, ignorant, snarky oh. manner is incorrect because if you did not reach 13 and 14 in your limited set of data that should have really been expanded to make this point in bold because the post here also has it in bold because we have to throw things in bold. Yeah. <laughs> it's, right away, you see you never even reached that level. So should that not raise suspicion as people go and cite like this is gospel now? But you can't aggregate all of the, as we were talking about pre-show, you pointed it out. I'm like, yeah, I said if I notice there's a problem, there's a real problem because as a non-math guy, <laughs> if I see that you aggregated everything, you're already interrupting. Like that doesn't have the actual data there. You're just combining things and making them incorrect. Yeah. So the the proper way of trying to analyze this is to use varying levels of TH gear. And this, this is assuming that SE didn't give us the exact information we're looking for. I have the post here from 2012. From yeah. Kamate. But, the, but logically, the way you would do this is you would work out the ratio of hits to each treasure hunter proc themselves the within a set of data rather than looking at the entirety from 9 to 14 and how many total procs you got of everything. Uh, that's, that's incorrect because that's not going to show you any kind of real rate at all. It's just going to kind of skew the data towards anything you want to try to argue yourself. This is anti-scientific method. It is, it is very wrong, yes. Getting um, a hypothesis and the steps to prove your hypothesis true instead of testing your hypothesis. Yeah, so like under TH14, right, they have total treasure hunter 14 colon one. So they had one proc in all of the 40 mobs of TH14. 
All that tells you is that in 40 mobs, you proc TH14 one time. It does not tell you anything about the frequency of proc rates or anything like that. Because it doesn't tell you like the number of hits to get TH9, followed by the number of subsequent hits to get TH10, etc., all the way to 14. That would give you more interesting data that, that you could actually use as opposed to looking at the thing overall. The, the problem with this, and the reason I'm harping on this, is because this is the way that these fucking clowns always look at this, these data sets and then call them golden. Like, I always see this shit. They always look at the sum total of something, and they're like, oh, well, it has to be this, even though they're not looking at the, the instances themselves and how they occurred. And I'm being real general about this, but you see this anytime anyone, like, tries to argue spreadsheet data or anything like that. Like, this is in the same vein of all that garbage because it's not giving you any particular event. It's simply tailing your data to an outcome that you want to explain, which is not the scientific process. You need to analyze the data that exists, not tailor it to your argument. Like that, that's wrong. That's not how you, so that's biased and terrible. Yeah. Uh, November 10th at 728 AM 2012, Kamate, the last great rep we had for this game, uh, <laughs> posted that, uh, let's see. Happy Friday, everyone. Sorry to intrude in this thread, but I wanted to share some information about Treasure Hunter. This post might get a bit complicated since it's about Treasure Hunter, but it is the nature of the beast. This post as they came out too. Mm-hmm. To shed yeah. some light on the background before I drop some knowledge bombs, there was a test performed by your fellow adventurers in Japan, and they noticed that after initially hitting the monster with maximum TH gear equipped and then switching to non-TH gear, the rate in which TH increased was reduced. Wow, that just basically says everything that was tested there was incorrect. Wow. Now that you had the background, adding Treasure Hunter Plus via equipment or other means will not increase the rate at which your Treasure Hunter value grows as that rate is set. However... When the value of treasure hunter placed in the monster and the level and the value of the treasure hunter on your character are different, this will cause the growth rate to vary. There we go. We've known this since 2012. With that said, if you want to increase the treasure hunter value, it's best to utilize equipment that has treasure hunter plus effect. By unequipping treasure hunter plus gear, you're essentially creating a gap between the value placed on your monster and your character, which results in an inefficient means of increasing TH value. So... What this is doing is saying that the whole thing's wrong, but this is how auction house and people take this because I'm just going to yeah. pick an auction house because that's the number one place where this happens. It's where this misinformation They go, happens. wait, but that means I didn't take the gear off, but it means anything over this value is useless. No, it just literally is reiterating that if you have a gap between the TH on the mob and the TH level on you, that it decreases the rate, but the rate maximum, as in as long as you don't have that gap, that rate is set and it decreases as the tier goes up. That's basically it. So you could run these tests if you want to. It'd be kind of silly to do because how often are you proccing this that it matters that much to know? But in the first place, you're already testing something that has been said to be incorrect based, your, your theory is incorrect based on what's been put out there. Now, SE's been wrong at times or or has phrased things in ways that are, you know, uh, uh, sound correct but doesn't end up being the way that it's taken therefore it's incorrect there's things mm -hmm. of that nature but you're testing a premise that's incorrect and the data you posted showing you never hit 13 and 14 while using th8 gear but you did when using th14 gear automatically disproves it on top of what's already been known for fucking 10 years almost yeah and and that's why i have the big problem that i do with the way that people analyze data on ah.com because they fucking do it wrong and it perpetuates this kind of nonsense well after the fact that this is necro. Like we wouldn't be picking on this post if it wasn't someone who now 
has used this old information without going to an actual source of the information that the, the wiki pulled this from. They're using this post instead to say it's wrong, even though this post is super wrong and no one analyzed it properly. And they're perpetuating it. So this this post is now forever locked in time for any dipshit to come along and be like, oh, I better update the wiki because this one person used numbers and they look okay. Even though they don't 40 fucking say anything, good enough for me. Even though this doesn't say anything about how TH works. <laughs> this 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 does not show us any any real information that can be used. No, it does Sorry. not. I'm I'm glad they tried. Yeah, it's and more... there are people in here who are like, thanks for collecting these data sets, which I wouldn't even thank them for because this data set does nothing. It's it's, it's worse than nothing because it's it <laughs> but makes things more incorrect. To but do, I also to do harm wanna, is worse than nothing. I also don't want to discourage people from from trying to find this information out. It's just before trying to make public conclusions, you might want to peer review your information. Like that's a process that a lot of people aren't really used to seeing or interacting with because a lot of a lot of people don't honestly have to do that. Um, but what peer reviewing is, is you'll, you'll go to other people who are also knowledgeable in these sorts of things or are knowledge, knowledgeable in these sorts of um, uh, like data analytics. And you'll say, hey, so what do you think about this data set? Um, do you think it was correct, collected right? And you have a discussion with them about you know, how this data went down. And that's how you figure out if maybe you need to do more data validation or maybe you need to broaden your, your actual test itself outside of you know, 40 moms. Like there's, there's a lot of ways that you can collect better data and then also learn to not bias your data towards your argument. And that's just kind of the amateur tip that I have for you. <laughs> because if, if we do that, then we'll stop having these situations where these, these immortalized posts can be referenced and then destroying the, the real information that's out there afterwards. So yeah, just, just revert that guy and yeah. whatever. And I'm sure it's going to be a thing. Who cares? Someone was already complaining in the official forums that BG is is biased and suits certain people, and it's like, oh, shut the fuck up. I had to go in the official forums and just smack someone down without using uh, condescending you know, uh, nonsense or any foul language or anything that could be considered bullying, because they'll ban you on the official forum. So I had to be very mild, but like, you know, when you're talking to a kid who's going to stick their hand in the stove, and you got to talk to them like they could understand, that's what that <laughs> happened there. And I, I had to feel like you for a second, Fox. <laughs> well, you know, I don't say this enough, um, but I'm actually, I, I have nothing to do with BG. Like I, I've updated it a few times, but anyone with a login can, and anyone can get that login. Just saying, like update the wiki if in good faith you have information to update it with. Well, their complaint was but that. I have nothing to do with wiki, and, and I don't have a bias towards wiki. And I can tell you right now, after looking on wiki, that there's nothing biased towards anyone their complaint was that someone has the incorrect sub value of the craft for skeleton keys on there in a deliberate attempt to um, uh, put an incorrect value by three levels for their own personal gain because it changes oh, the I HT rate. To this in the Discord, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know who put that there? Birthnoth, the guy yeah. who made fucking Windower, who has no stake in this because right now he's posting he about care. capping Mogul Mastery and Shoal B. And he tests things and collects data and FFXIDB and everything that has anything to do with him is like, this is not a guy who goes on and makes all your math, like all the testing in the past and things that have been done. This is a guy who doesn't just put things there for no reason. So I bet they you if probably I, think it's you. I bet you if I, <laughs> yeah, I bet if I pulled up fucking JP Wiki, it would have 31 as a sub and not like 33 or four, whatever it was that he changed it from the 31. And it's like, it's the most trivial thing anyway. Who is cornering the market on fucking skeleton keys that you're going right. to go around? I don't even use them. I use living keys. Why? Why would you? Yeah. 
they're like in, talk about a test that should be done skeleton keys versus living keys which there was some data in the in the thread on auction house uh the, the insignificant difference in success rate where skeleton's better but it's so small that you wouldn't bother uh because they're annoying to make versus living keys oh yeah I, i've actually made living keys and they are annoying that's all i remember yeah, living like keys are so easy though it's just like a, a rafflesia vine or a marble vine uh a slime oil and that's like beeswax and like i said it's it but like yeah. the skeleton key is like bat fangs all this other nonsense you don't have and uh there's like a chicken there's some weird bone. i remember i remember it was a scent that i didn't want to repeat so i just left the leftovers on a mule after i figured out that i'm just going to go into this content with people and this content i mean odyssey i don't I, I tried picking the chests like once or twice, and I was like, fuck this. I'm just going to go in and kill the mimic. It is carbon fiber, chicken bone, <laughs> glass fiber, two bat fangs, yeah. animal glue, heck dies eye, and sheep tooth. Not a synth that people are making, <laughs> you know, compared to just the living key, which is plenty successful. I use living keys for Shola and Day. Yeah, like we, we would roll in with like a real party, and like we would spawn the mimic on every floor, and we would touch the end and get like four large, you know, hide boxes per person plus the extra odds and ends from the other chests. Like we would get we would get so many hides off of that as opposed to just, you know, going in solo. Just team up with someone else and actually kill the mimic and you'll be fine. That's all you gotta do. I'm looking forward when my group now is we just did a bunch of end guys. You were there for one of them. That was Yeah. That was, yeah, that was a it's that like was a thing. we counted our, our chickens before they hatched on that one. You know it was so smooth and then some stuff happened. Well, here's the thing. Like this week has been a terrible week for me resisting stuff. So the reason we failed the end guy <laughs> is because I got one shot on Monk because I didn't at full HP that. with uh, with what was it? And strength was on. I, I had the right set and everything. Yeah, like I had I had um, I I had the I was basically auto attacking because we it had just put up a uh, verve, so I was waiting for us to start the uh, the skill chain proc. Right, because you got to do the weapon skills within the so window. You weren't, you weren't even caught between sets and just one. Yeah, shot are you HP. checked me afterwards? You're just like, yeah, you're in the right set. I'm Over like, three thousand yeah, HP, water charm, <laughs> and all on, and he just gets on one bump. shot. Yeah, I just, I just get dropped. I'm like, okay, well, I guess this is a bad day for resist. So and then, then, uh, then I'm left with a shark with an aura on. I'm on blue mage, so naturally, I didn't die. I, I kept the mob for the rest of the time, and yeah. just I, I went away and just soloed the mob at that point. I could just cure myself because I had the red mage's refresh on me, and I'm like, I'm good for the rest of the fight. Well, I mean, it's, it's but not. I, I mean. Any monk geared properly is not going to struggle to tank and guy. Like I was not struggling at all during this fight. It just randomly one shot me and I went, oh, huh, that's it, weird. It's good to prove once again that Blue Mage is the best <laughs> job to fight and guy with, that no one shouts for it. You know, it, it's funny because uh usually I don't go monk, uh Hayden will go monk, and I'll actually go blue mage to end guys. And yeah, I mean I it's it's really easy to tank and guy on blue. It, it's it's comically easy. And with so. With a way that if you happen to have the R25 <laughs> Naomi gear, because that's R0 yeah. is very popular out there, I've seen. It's, it's just not to make fun of people who don't have it, but just people keep paying for Bumba V0 clears. They pay all this money and then they don't have any augments. But if you do happen to have augments, uh, Black Halo just does a lot of damage with blue offhanding TP bonus sword. Yeah, it does. To, with Maximentius to. As, as long as you have enough attack. Like I, I found that that the black halos were really really terrible if I didn't have enough attack, Correct. which should be obvious. But on blue mage, it hurts a little bit more than like warriors and stuff trying to do it because at least they can berserk if they're suicidal or war cry or something like that, right? Um, like you can make nature's meditation, which is great, and you should always have that on. Um, but you just need a little bit more than that. 
I would say. So like, with Killer Instinct on and the Slug's defense down and a... Well, that was another problem. Poor table. <laughs> Poor table got hit we, by Marine We did Mayhem. like half that fight without Corrosive Ooze because he died. <laughs> yeah, that would have been... We would have definitely... That happens. Yeah. But so we have Core, Red Mage, Blue Mage, Monk, Beast, Bard. So we're running with Core buffs... Uh, you know, slug defense. The OG down. Strat. You know, yeah, and that's the, my favorite way to do V nineteen farm. If anyone's farming V nineteen, that's my favorite way to do it. And we were I was slaughtering it. <laughs> yeah, I was doing over thirty five k black halos. It's just I don't know what you were doing on monk, but mm. I know thirty five k is pretty neat, uh, nice for a fucking club. I was I, I, I there were some times I saw two percent fall off. I don't remember what the actual numbers were. It was fine. Like I, I was spamming Howling Fist with uh, God Hands. That's really what you should do because skill chain damage isn't going to do anything. So don't worry about like victory smite stuff. Even if you have Aerithrogna, it's probably not going to do better than Howling Fist because you probably do need attack buffs still. I also enjoy Pup on that, and I would be doing like twenty ish k Howling Fist, and suddenly there'd be a spike of like fifty five k Howling Fist. Like whoa! Yeah, they get pretty nasty. 19, 18, 17, 56k, 20, 20. Yeah. Yeah, we were just chunking that thing down, and like I was singing the "I'm a Lumberjack" song, and like right when I was doing that, I died. <laughs> so you got, jacked. and then we do, then we do divergence today, and I'm there on Scholar in full resist gear, and and mage resist gear is ridiculous. Like monk resist gear is good, mage resist gear is stupid, and the first ninja we fight explodes, and I take like two thousand damage. Everyone's alive except him. Yeah, I'm the only one who dies, and I'm just like sure. And then Haya checked me, and he's like, "Yeah, you got DT set on." I'm like, "I don't know, man." And it was a Magic Evasion DT set, too. It wasn't... It wasn't like yeah. you were wearing Gladys or something, even though uh, it's just an example because Mage is not right. Gladys, but Gladys is a lower Magic Evasion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And with Majin Kaikur, uh, you also want to uh, resist it because, like, let's say it does, like, 4,000 damage, right? If you do 50% of that by wearing 50 DT, it's still going to do 2,000 damage to you. But if you have DT and you resist it, you can get a 1-8th resist. And if you get the one eighth resist, then it's gonna take that two thousand and reduce it to like, you know, two hundred damage or something. See what was went wrong there is you did not cast Barfire. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on that. I'm pretty sure we'll actually have to do some testing on Barfire not working for it. I mean, I'm I'm certain there's a thread on it, and I'm <laughs> certain that's a thread that Martel specifically probably would have cringed at. Too. I feel like it's a thread that'd be on Alakazam somewhere. <laughs> right. It looks like a fire move. I need to cast Borefire for Meteor. So painful. Uh, so, yeah, so just a bad week for resists. I don't know. Yeah, and so let's talk about the update. Uh, the, there's no Rasma patch notes there yet, but it was a small update. Yeah. Um, we got the I Voracious. Don't remember. Yeah, it's just Voracious Resurgence that we should have gotten last time. Two Voracious Resurgence change uh, lines, so we got the Windurst and Sandy Neck now, and they are disappointing compared to the Bastok one. Um, the, well, the Bistock one is clearly the best out of all three. Um, the Sandoria one is awful. It's like straight trash. And I actually like the Winters one. I mean, it depends on the job, but I'm disappointed there's no MP on it. Uh, yeah, that does kind of suck. So but what I compare it to is like standard nuking next, like Batal Pendant or Savus Pendant plus one. And it has... About half the magic attack bonus save is pendant plus one, but it has far more magic accuracy, especially since it helps your DN with the 10 int that's on it. So and that's... one refresh if you're from Windows, which I am. 
Well, it's kind of whatever. I, I'm actually thinking about switching to Windhurst so that I can use that as a refresh piece, though. I mean, if you do that, then you'd lose Water's Charm, so you'd have to wear, like, the Engulfer's Cape. So you have to hold two items now. Um, So I only use Water's Charm in very specific fights now. Uh, I don't really care about absorbing the damage unless it's, like... Unless well, I'm that's, that's the piece I'll use outside of Light and Dark to make sure I always have a uh, element of resist on. Otherwise, if I don't have a bar spell for something I get hit with, I can't guarantee my resist. I like to use the sash, and the only reason I like to use the sash is because Lorikit Torque helps round out DT in some sets on mages. Um, it, it allows you to wear like more magic evasion in other slots. So, because it also covers light and dark, like it's, it's just kind of an all around nice piece to use. Now, does that mean I should like try to use that when I'm like tanking end guy? No, because the null chance, or not the north chance, but the absorb chance is great. Like you, you want to use that. Yeah, carrier sash from mages in particular would be better. Usually on melees, I try to use a flume belt or something else. Or yeah, I I mean honestly, I don't even use flume belt. <laughs> like, I, like, I, I I like the DT and MP back. I could hit. I'd, I'd have to blue. look at my Lua, but I don't think I actually use it in that many sets anymore. Blue rune. Now that you say something, I remember once upon a time I got the plus one out of the box. It's the only reason I have the plus one, and <laughs> I've the, actually considered the defense. That. Or the one vid or whatever, or is it just the defense? I think it's just think fifteen it's vid or something. No, it's not even that good. Um, <laughs> like that, that would actually be worthwhile. Like the plus one flume belt is not worth the price that's attached to it. And I've considered selling it a few times, but it's kind of like that white box freebie, so I just keep it. As soon as I saw the Sandorian piece, which is defense thirty, vit ten, DT five, and citizens of Sandy get regen three. I'm like, wow, that's really garbage compared to the Warwick at Torque, especially because you can augment it with defense and things of that or, nature. Or the unmoving collar. Yeah, and I, I, as soon as I saw the region, I go, I know one person who's going to be wearing this piece. Oh, yeah. Every job he gets on, he wears the refresh rings and refresh What's anything, refresh neck, because right now he's using the evasion What's refresh neck. You? Now, now he's going to be using DT uh, regen neck. Yeah, it is It is one more regen to take, isn't it? Yep. Sanctity. Yeah, with some DT though. Oh man. Oh, but what about Bathy Choker? I mean, Bathy Choker's got. That's what he wears now. So now he's gonna actually have DT. He might actually get some DT in his set. Maybe he'll cap DT. I thought I thought Bathy Choker was three. Oh yeah, it, it does have DT on it. So it's like wearing a a Twilight Torque plus one. Yeah, it's basically a Twilight Torque plus one with better stats. But Lorica Torque and the wings to augment it are so easy to get compared to doing all the voracious resurgence and time it would take to do that. There's no reason not to do that. And the Torque is just better in all ways because it's got more DT. You augment it with the defense and all that. And it also gets some spawn eruption rate on it. So there's so many more things you can use the Lorica Torque for on all jobs than carrying around another neck for regen so 3. I can think of exactly one reason I would use the Sandy Neck. And that is in a, uh, a DT Torque Cleaver set. DT Torque Cleaver? Okay. Yeah, because of the 10 Vit. Because I, right now I wear a moving collar in my, in my Torque Cleaver set. Um, for I guess more HP, lol, soul eater, I guess. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know the the vit that's on it. So if I'm wearing it pretty much for the vit, then I might as well wear it for vit and DT. So it's actually pretty okay for torque leader. Pretty okay. Okay. Yeah, you get five DT in a set that you're basically you probably weren't capping DT before, but now that combined with Naomi, like you're pretty safe during torque leader. So yeah, feel free, darks. Go Otherwise. The Windy One's in 10, Magic Attack Bonus 10, and Refresh 1 for Windy Citizens. And then we have the other change was the Amontrove, which changed to be much better now. Oh, yeah. The Amontrove thing is interesting. 
And it sucks. I didn't know how belligerent bangs worked the first time. So I was like, oh, cool, belligerent bang. I got Don't worry, all shafts still doesn't know how belligerent bangs work. <laughs> so from what I understand, belligerent bang, when that happens, it just means there's still another loud thud on the field. That's what they're debating about right now in auction house. They're like, no, it's a mimic. Or like, there's just anything that can be confused, it's confused over there. And there's no real data or testing until one person comes in to set the record straight and everyone's like, okay, that person's right. Well, I can tell you that I got a loud thud. And then um, on that loud thud, I heard a belligerent bang. So I was like, okay. So I went and opened the middle chest because after you get a loud thud, previously it's like, well, yeah, pop that shit. Yeah, Maybe you still do that. Good. Yeah. So my middle chest is a thud. The, the gold chest, which is which is probably like the best outcome of anything that has happened, is it actually tells you what that middle chest is now. Yeah, that was also a nice change. Yeah. But I got an Ipoca beret and I got real <laughs> sad. So <laughs> that is the banished plus head from Vinapata, right? Yeah. It's I mean it's it's okay. Like you should use it on like lower tiers of banish on yeah. like scholar or something, but but they added some items, the Sroda items are all added now, and some of them are very interesting and some of them are I glanced at them. I got real sad about the um the one for Rune Paladin for with Regen or whatever. Yeah, it's cure... I really wanted that to be on White Mage. It's Rune Paladin only for a waste. It's cure potency thirty five percent plus regen potency plus 20 percent regen duration plus 15 and healing and enhancing magic cost plus 25 percent yeah and a rune fencer is going to pay that every day of the week and so will a white mage because i mean i know that when i'm playing rune fencer i almost never use mp on like anything i'm like always casting flash and foil but that isn't going to drain your MP. it depends on the fight i, I just never just never have problems with it like i guess if you're getting asper that could be a problem i could see on something like kalunga where i can't afford the mp of constantly unless i have Embrav or something on which would make it fine but if i'm constantly being dispelled and constantly trying to recast things and casting foils mm -hmm. and everything like that i can't see paying i don't even have time to cast regen on that if i keep getting dispelled at the end but some, some fights some fights you don't have support well you can use a bunch of vile elixirs but you can carry two yeah, I, you only need like two. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. If you're if you're going forth and carry around coalition ethers, which I do carry around a few coalition ethers, that I should start doing. It's a lot of space, though. Like you're going to give up seven spaces to coalition. You're going to give like ten spaces to vilexers and coalition ethers, so you can I mean, use a, a waste piece. These, thanks to these extra four wardrobes, I absolutely could do that. But there's times where I run out of MP because I'm out of support <laughs> in a random fight or something. So I would want to, you know, have a toggle to not always use that. I guess. Because it turns your cure four into like from like 88 MP to 108 MP or something. I don't know. This is where I commit the blasphemy of still using the uh, the Runus coat plus three. <laughs> because it, it's oh, wait, you, refresh you, on it. Do you tank in a fresh piece? Yeah, I, I I tank in that because it has comparable magic evasion to the Wouldn't it piece. just be easier to wear a full belt for MP back? No. You can't guarantee that all, all attacks are, are physical. Especially when the most of the physical attacks are hitting you for zero anyway. You're a rune fencer. <laughs> They're either missing or hitting you for zero. I don't know, the, it, uh, it depends, because like N-Guy and stuff like that, which you're not using right anyway, but Kalunga right. and stuff, they may use magical moves, but their hits are still physical, and they hit for several hundred a hit. Um, another good example would be uh, Arabati. Yeah, Arabati's a special case. He hits you for like 300 a paw slap. But that's one, that's a nice piece, honestly, everyone, because regen lasts way too short on Rune Fencer. I don't know why it's so short. True. Yeah, it's actually my one gripe with White Mage, even. The White Mage has some Enhancing Duration Plus, but it all shares the same slots as Regen Potency Plus, which is kind of balls. And uh, it feels really short on White Mage, too. Like, I feel like I'm 
I'm guaranteeing that I'm using my stratagems on that. And I can just imagine white mages that don't have Yagrash are, are probably already kind of scrambled for using their, their strats. So keeping up regen is probably a lot more difficult for them. I feel and like regen should have a belt on three minute base or something instead of what it's got. Because it should be much higher. Yeah. yeah it's like, was it like a minute and a half or some nonsense? And you boost it up on rune to natural like two and change with your gifts and stuff and your gear you had before this. Yeah, when, when I long. think of when I think of buffs, I think of buffs that kind of like in two categories where um, one of them are, are Duration, your, one like, minute. They're they're like your cycle buffs, right? So they're the buffs that are going to last about ten minutes, and they're usually reapplied the same time as rolls, same time as songs, whatever. And that's like your bar spells, stuff like that. And then there's like the um, and your boost spell. Uh, but like if you're using auspice, for example, auspice is only going to last like five minutes. So that's one of the ones that you have to reapply. So those are your non-cycle buffs. Those are the ones you have to like run out and reapply and unfortunately regen falls into that category but it only falls into that category on like white mage and rune it doesn't fall into that category on red mage or or scholar and it should be a little more standardized since you know white mage and rune get lower tiers of regen so should i be happy to have a two and a half minute base duration for regen but the one minute duration is terrible no it's that that's as annoying as it is to keep up reprisal on paladin yeah i'm but you may have not gotten a <laughs> regen and cure piece for white mage but you did get the equally as nice in a different way the necklace for white mage and red mage the ailment it? it's an extra 20 plus to ailment magic oh. resistance and you're enhancing yeah. magic duration minus 50 percent. but what it could be it nice there it's not just you get an extra 20 to a bar spell but it probably also affects the bar status so it'd be like another 20 if it calculates this way it'd be like another 20 resist amnesia or something which would be pretty meaningful for even though it's 10 percent or something or it'd still be very nice if it's calculated that way, we don't know how that that twenty just. I think goes it's straight. right time of night again. What time? What is going on, Fox? Domo arigato, Mister Roboto. Are you? Domo, domo. Yeah, man. I think I'm. I think I'm around now. So, so we were talking about elemental resistance plus. <laughs> okay. I. I mean. Did you? Oh, did your Wi-Fi drop out? You didn't hear what I was saying. Yeah, my my Wi-Fi dropped out. I didn't hear what you were saying at all. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Like you started talking about the elemental resistance plus, and then like you started playing that. That hit I song. was saying, okay, <laughs> doesn't matter anyway. So I was saying, I you know, it's a straight twenty plus stat when you'd use it for bar spells of an element, but I don't know if it's a like a straight twenty plus resist to paralyze, for example. I don't know what it applies in terms of status, but it's still probably nice to boost the status bar spells. Yeah, for sure, and it's fan. Uh, and you said uh, Red Mage and Scholar can use it. It is White Mage and Red Mage. Oh well, Red Mage, it's it's fantastic. Only the it. jobs they get bar spells, which not that's fair. Yeah. Well, yeah, not Rune apparently for some reason. Actually, I don't. It'd be know too if I'd broken. I, I don't think I'd want that on Rune. Like enhancing duration minus fifty percent. It's like what a two minute bar spell. Weren't we just complaining about the two minute regen? Yeah, that's yeah, kind of ass, right? <laughs> so. I don't know. I think it'd be cool if Scholar got access to it, but having Red Mage have access to it is kind of nice. You get longer duration on Rune for bar spells. I don't know what the what the gifts and everything you have, what it comes out to, but it feels like it's around five minutes. Because if, if it applies to elemental bar spells, and that gives you, like, what, plus 35, including Shadier? It's plus... If, I don't know what you're including with it, but it's plus 20 for that Nicolon, so... Yeah, and then plus the 15 for Shadier. Sarah Wells. Which is the other way Red Mage is going to boost it up. Because right now, Red Mage bar spell should be at 165. And then uh, this will bring up to 185, which is pretty. It's within spitting distance of White Mage. Like you're still about 70 magic evasion off, but 
it's a decent bar spell. So I don't know. I, I like it. I think it's I think it's cool, but I don't know how game changing it is. It's not. It's just nice. Uh, otherwise, you have the <laughs> best strength ring minus twenty decks and more uh, attack when you have alter egos in the party and some PDL it looks like in the ring. So it's a oh. it's a PDL three percent with fifteen strength minus twenty decks and attack increases based on number of alter egos in the party, which is I like the alter ego part the most. That's a that's a nice improvement for groups that are doing it with less than six people. I think I read something where someone actually tested the ring and they had alter egos out and it didn't show their attack change. It probably doesn't display it. You probably would have to test it because it's probably not going to be in the check param. That makes sense because, I mean, trust her. Well, it's like that with several things like um, a Collaborator companies. doesn't show the accuracy increase or whatever that you get. Yeah. So, 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 there's a few things in the game like that where it, it checks it the moment it happens and not on your character itself, but when it's calculating damage, it checks it... Uh, it says, like, Bill O'Reilly, fuck it, we'll do it live, and it just checks at the moment. <laughs> it's like an end spell, too. Yeah. So that's probably what happened there. But if it's anything more than, you know, nothing, it's still nice to... Because, when you know, think about when you use trust where it matters, you want more attack. That's like getting master levels and stuff by yourself, you know, before an event or something. The PDL is interesting, but I would probably sell that ring immediately. Why, you wouldn't use it for Savage Blade? Nope, wouldn't pass go. I would immediately sell it. The the increase that that's going to provide me is not going to be worth nearly as much as that gill would on other jobs. Because I can only okay. imagine what that ring costs. I, well, probably a lot. Yeah. Fuck that ring. The last time <laughs> I, would, I, was... I would sell it to some idiot that wants to increase their parse by 200 damage and then call it a day. It's not on auctionhouse.com yet, so I can't see what it's going for because I'm not in the game right now. Ooh. The last item is the best item because I only had four of them. Uh, oh, the pet one? Five of them. No, four of them. Yeah, the pet one for Beast, Dragoon, Summoner, and Poop It. Now, remind me on what those did, because I don't actually have them pulled up. It's evasion me. and magic evasion minus 10. And while you're... Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the best. Close the case. Open and shut case, Johnson. Four pets, negative magic evasion? Uh, it's just for the master. Oh, okay. Because uh, I was about to shit a brick right there. <laughs> while, well, yeah, as if that would matter for them. They don't have shit for magic evasion. While your pet's yeah, exactly. alive, you get double attack plus 7. And the pet melee's attacks gets damage plus ten, which I imagine would work like the magna plug, where it like increases the the yeah. base damage of the pet like a weapon would of increasing ten damage, which is nice. Yeah, like Agu's axe, and I think the Neo animator also have that verbiage on them. Yes. Yeah, so that's actually really sweet. Um, that's a that's a pretty significant upgrade for pets because anyway. they don't have anything to improve their damage besides you know gear, but the base damage of them improving is raising a lower value at that point from everything we have. And this is an earring? It's an earring, yeah. Yeah, so, so I it, think finally we have something that's better than brutal earring. Yeah. Like in terms of raw double attack. Yeah, sheer earring will now be sheer. Not, I mean, sheer earring's got accuracy and attack on it, so it's nice. You would pair it with that, but I mean, you'd be yeah. competing with like Telos earring or something at that point. Yeah, and I mean, do you need sort of five torch sword TP or do you need six more double attack? Like, and, and I'm sure there will be people who who will argue the point between the two, but honestly, as long as you're reasonably picking whichever one is, is working the and best. And so it hasn't been tested. I think this is something you'd want to be tested because it says pet alive. So it's, you know, the evasion magic evasion is one line. Next line is pet alive, double attack seven. And the next line is pet melee attack damage 10%. So I don't know if the pet is what gets that. Either way, it's a great earring. If the pet gets that, uh, it doesn't have anything else. But as a master Beastmaster, I'm not excited about my pet getting seven double attack. While well, your pet gets 10 damage as well at the same time. 
Yeah, yeah, the, the 10 damage is sweet, but like right now I already have like almost 60 double attack on my pet before my pet's actual sub job of warrior. So I'm hoping it's for the master and then the pet gets the melee damage. Yeah. But yeah, I'm for sure Beastmaster, not master. exciting. I, I I assume for Pup, it's it's definitely better for than Beastmaster, that's for sure. If you get it, it takes two seconds. All you have to do is just go on, I don't know, any, of those, any of those jobs with the pet out. Puppet ideally or summon or not Dragoon because the Wyvern will engage. You can just get like a dagger or something with no gear on and just eventually if you double attack, there it is. Yeah. I would also want to check the pet too, but I would have to verify that my pet does not have a sub job that provides double attack. How cool would it be if both the master and the pet got the double attack? That's exactly what I was thinking. That would be sick. Like I I would be fine with that part, but no. Yeah, any damage plus is nice, though I would like them to spend some more time on like pet magic damage plus. I would just like some pet magic evasion. Well, pet magic evasion is is something that we all, of course, want. But like in terms of like, in terms of diverse damage and stuff, in a world where diverse damage matters so much more than it used to, um, having more magic damage focused things for pets would be great. Because right now, my beastmaster still wears fucking Valorous gear, and that feels real bad with pet augments on it. Yeah, I tell you, I gotta say putting Teon gear on when you're fighting content that will kill you while wearing it or Rao gear when you're fighting content that will kill you while wearing it is not a comfortable <laughs> feeling that's no, a huge disadvantage for pet jobs now yeah I remember uh, Funk was actually asking me questions in the, the discord about uh, some of my sets for Beast and he was actually asking questions along those lines like why am I using Naomi in some slots for my magic damage when I could be using a magic attack bonus and that, that's actually why um, I, I of course responded to him but there's a point where you'll do more damage on Beastmaster with your pets not getting resisted in higher level content, and you will trying to add like a little bit of magic attack bonus to it. And similarly, if you can keep yourself and the pet alive, you're of course going to do more damage because dead DD is still no damage. So you want to make sure you keep all of the above in, in account. And sometimes it's better just to wear a little bit more DT and ensure that you don't die. To round out the Amantro thing, sometimes a rainbow chest appears now to show you which one the loud shot is. <laughs> I didn't so get any of those. I'd have done two orbs, both are Mars orbs, which are before the update, I don't know if they've changed or not, but before the update, it was zero to one loud thuds for Mars orb and one to two for Venus. So you could get mm. no loud thud in the Mars orb. And I went in the first one, the first chest I clicked was a loud thud. I go, that's odd. That didn't usually happen. And I clicked the end, which was a thud. And I left and got garbage. Of course, I got like a thief like shard. That's great. And oh, the shards. Yeah, now we get shards, and it's, it's the shards are everywhere now. It's great if you have an upgraded relic, but you know, for us trying to do divergence, which no one does, and reaping the benefits of guild because people don't, you know, they don't do it. It's like right. now you can't sell shards because there's just sixty of every shard in the auction house. It's just a nightmare. The main thing that I'm upset with in this thing and how it's all played out is that with loud thuds you get voids, and with regular thuds you get shards. And the shards right? are more important. Shards are more more expensive, and you need more of them. Yeah, voids are not as expensive as shards, and they're also taking up your rare loot slot effectively for by being in the loud thud pool. So that heavily dilutes that pool, and that's kind of sad. But now we can all get our crepuscular sad dragon cloaks. I would love to get the the knife and cloak from that because I know I'm not getting it from actual. Why sad does everyone dragon like the knife so fire. much? Is it for like oh for ninja you want it right? Yeah, if for ninja and bard. Because I usually feel like everyone wants it for like thief and dancer. Uh, I might use it on Dancer, but uh, it would be very specific situations, I think. Yeah, that's the problem. But the um, I would be using it on Ninja, yeah, and then on Bard. It's it's actually really good. On yeah, Bard, yes. So, 
I'd probably be using it for those two jobs. And really Ninja just be in situations where like I'm subaroon and I don't have a lot of support. So instead of offhanding Suru, which I normally would, um, I would be offhanding a Crepuscular Knife instead for some MP regain. Ooh, it's really low. That's something they should opt on that knife. It it doesn't have to be high as Ninja. Like often you don't have to flash outside of the beginning of the fight, or maybe if you get hate reset. Um, otherwise, your Utsusemi carries almost all the work for you. And so on my second orb, I walked in and there was a rainbow chest there, which I clicked and it's a loud thud, and then I clicked the end. So that was, <laughs> and I got nothing good any time from those things. Oh, naturally. But I usually do not ever see loud thud, and of course, two is not a good sample size. But I will do more later. And it looks, <laughs> it looks like they just improve things in general for that. You know, I felt like I had a lot more thuds, yeah, or loud thuds. I, like I, I did it across all my characters, and like I, I think there was only like one that I didn't get a loud thud on. That's that means they had to have up the number of loud thuds. I wouldn't jump to that conclusion right away. Like I'm just probably lucky for once, but. It's something that's worth watching, that's for sure. Like, well, so you usually never get it, and I usually never get it. We're both getting loud thuds on multiple runs regularly that never happened uh, in the past, and something has changed. That's an observation bias. It is observation bias, yeah, that's, but that's, that's a trap. <laughs> if you never see loud thuds and keep seeing them now, of course you need data to confirm that, but it's such, yes. it's such a, I'm saying it's a stark enough difference that you go, okay, something has changed. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I'm trying to get at. It's, it's it's worth watching now. Like it's it's worth actually looking at and actually trying to run that data for. But it, it gives you a reason to. But I don't necessarily think it's true. I just gave you an auction house based aneurysm. Yeah, you did a little an, bit an auctionism. <laughs> like I I had just got done complaining about this. Yep, and then here I we know. are. <laughs> well, the difference is I wouldn't present it's so it easy to as have. fact. I would say it looks like that's the case, and I wouldn't make a long post aimed to prove that's the case. I'd be like, is it actually the case? Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I get that it's really easy to do that, especially if you're not used to interpreting This is a lot different too. than that topic, though. That's true, yeah. But I'm trying to explain, like, when I was talking about that, that that topic before on the Treasure Hunter thing, and even when I talk about, like, people misinterpreting how spreadsheets work and shit like that, um, it's really easy to fall into that trap, especially if you're not used to analyzing the data on your own or, or doing it in, like, a professional capacity or something. Like, I, I, I get that, that people will misinterpret data. It's just when you don't learn from doing it, and it keeps getting passed on as fact. That's the part that sucks because then people like myself and other people who understand how data works and or not how it works, but how you should analyze it. Um, they then have to go back through and fix it because no one else will. And that, that part is really tiring and, and frustrating. And that's how wikis get falsely accused of being wrong and partisan. Et it's super partisan. Yeah. They're doing it to, for their benefit themselves, making all this gill on skeleton keys. It's all about that that skeleton key. Fucking like tinfoil hat nonsense you'd expect in the official forums. I got a Clopini is more reliable. <laughs> got a skeleton key trust fund on uh, Clown Boat. <laughs> clown boner. Oh man. I should make another alt and call out one clown boner. Yeah. <laughs> my my clown boner and its stunch tathlon plus one. So good. otherwise the I mean, ambuscade's one thing. It's the quad of again. It's so easy. People are posting solos on VD on various jobs. It's, so. it's pretty easy, yeah. Yeah, just, you know, look on BG, very partisan, and there's enough information. You can go <laughs> do it. And everyone's walking around saying this is so easy this month. So that's good. Max out your stuff. And the other change would be the Ooh, Apex do it monsters. For yeah. No longer Wait, deathable. Oh. You didn't know that? No, I had repressed that information, though. 
I was so excited because that's the first thing I did was I went out and started deathing him because I'm like, oh, new mods. Like, that's why I was posting that shit to the Discord. I was like, dude, guys, you can death this stuff. Sad for Black Mage. Great for everyone else because fuck blue. I, I was posting chains of me just like chain deathing the Apex Helm Elytras in the, in the back room, just casting death, moving to the next one, casting well, death. I had your Hervengamir. Well, actually, I probably wouldn't use that there because it has lower magic accuracy. But well, well, I mean, you're not buffed, I guess, but just the fast cast and MP. I mean, do you want yeah, to cast it as fast you can? <laughs> yeah, to put some context on that, like I was just standing there with nothing, no trust, no nothing, and I was just casting death over and over again. Because for those who don't know, the staff has, we talked about the whole time, and I don't think we ever mentioned, that staff has 50% fast cast on it, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I would get 50% fast cast on those. I was using... Um, it's like close to 300 MP as well. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, I was using Subscholar, so I had Celerity going. So it was uh, it was automatically applying the 50% there. But it could get even faster. Like, I, I think I could get almost down to the capped recast on it. I would, would like so to sick. make one, because black mage stuff now i want to go make i haven't made videos in over a year a couple of years now it's been a while i want to go make some black mage videos and me doing like things that that noobs like like oh look at this black mage solo omen <gasps> wow black mage must be a great job i got a solo omen oh my god he did the mid boss i got to buy the mid boss item as cool as that is i think it would be more beneficial to the community to show you doing it in groups with stuff correct like the divergence runs that we do so like there are people who have chimed on the discord it's like black mage what like they didn't understand what we were talking about or that it was possible and now it's like interesting to them and it, it's real like you like we went in with black mage today and like you did perfectly fine like you're right up there with everyone else in the damage and and i'm only an 800 black mage now i've been getting cp i'm gonna reach 1200 soon enough oh yeah like when, when you're good to go like the, the damn like the damage i was doing on the other runs was absolutely absurd and uh yeah, it's... I could make a montage of because today was really a great example of just a black mage up there using uh, yeah. Sam's roll and just Catechism. getting. I was getting without using an occult acumen set. I was getting enough MP or TP back to have another shatter soul ready between magic bursting comet water ja, water six on our you know multiple step mm -hmm. uh, skill chain that I had a thousand TP again just with Sam's roll and no occult acumen gear and and not using Katvanga using Ampaka staff so nothing special. That I was ready to then weapon skill again by the time the ninja was going to open the skill chain up again. Oh yeah, Samurai is so important for Black Mage. It's so it's good. So good. <laughs> yeah, that's how I was getting my Cataclysm so so up there because like I would nuke and I'd have like twenty two hundred MP off that nuke <laughs> and it'd be so stupid. So I'd be doing almost three K Cataclysms like almost all the time. <laughs> the Clapaclysms, as we should call them, because the bebop butt cheeks can be heard. Clap those cheeks. Clapaclysming from. All corners of Bonadil. Gamer clap those cheeks, my guy. <laughs> so otherwise, that's the update. And now let's talk about, finally, the topic at hand, I guess, Vox. Unless there's anything else you can think of. No, not really. It wasn't that exciting an update. <laughs> yeah, well, in general, anything before we dive into what would make this game better? How could we fix, quote-unquote, fix? Because the game's broken. i got to fix it. It's, it's probably better it's probably better that we do that than slip into yet another 40 minute black mage tangent i so. know i know i'm just I, <laughs> it feels nice to have fun it's true it is actual fun i guess that's one of the things i would like to, to change about the game like i don't even i don't even know if it's efficient or not but we're killing the mob quickly and we're having fun so i mean sure maybe i could come on like five million corsairs and just do the same weapon skill over and over again and everything's dead but here's I mean, the way i see why. it. why we go in 
sometimes we don't even have a tank in these divergence runs <laughs> and we're clearing all of wave one and almost all of wave two um getting all the nms obviously but like we all we were like oh, only a handful of statues off and this is probably our third or maybe fourth attempt ever of doing this so we're just kind of like rolling in and just going hey you know what whatever gonna, jobs hey, we, we have yeah, and with that, with whatever jobs and we no have, one, like, no one joins the yells. I can never get anyone to join our yell when yeah. I make, I never get anyone. I I, yeah. I got to the point where I was like, Bachelor said he could come for half a run and he has to warp out. And I go, just come for half the run and tank for half the run and leave. It's fine, leave and then yeah, just leave. We, we don't even always have a geo either. Like, there's all these things that people consider critical for all these runs, and we don't have them. And like, we're not only having a blast doing this. But it's also perfectly viable. I think the whole not having a geo is the biggest thing because as long as you have haste of some sort, uh, you could take a geo, you could take a bard, you could you know take a summoner, red mage, something like that. As long as you have haste of some sort, so you're not just having no haste and no buffs. As long as you have that covered, uh, not having a geo, while it helps a lot, uh, it will certainly double your nuke numbers. Just you can still AOE cleave without a geo. Yeah, I would just add more cleavers. Yeah. Yeah, we had in fact last time was an extra cleaver. We had one less cleaver this time, so Geo. So it really wasn't that much different. Yeah, I wasn't on Black Mage this time. It and felt, we still did perfectly fine. It felt less safe not having you on Black Mage. Because <laughs> I wasn't the one dying. <laughs> I see how it is. Well, because there was less uh for some reason it seems like a low and edge gets less hate than Cataclysm in there. So I was getting hate and I didn't have another black mage to bounce it off of. So the That's core true. and the ninja using a low and edge we're not getting the hate over me and it was coming to me first and I, I, I can tank wave one just yeah. fine. But when we have like 20 mobs in wave two, then that's when things happen. I, I considered going sub black mage for that very reason. So I could at least sleep. Good. Um, cause you didn't have a reliable source of sleep. Good. That wasn't yourself. Yeah. And when I do sleep, guy, I get more hate. Yeah. So basically when I would do the cataclysm thing, like I would be sleep going in between my cataclysms almost always. And that is a pretty big difference between living and, and dying. Cause and a lot of times, are, like I leave it like five percent, and then everything would be super mad. <laughs> those are the simple things that you think about that you don't have to care about in most of the runs. So thinking about these basic things, like oh, Sleepka is actually a useful hate tool in this scenario, is yeah. as odd as that sounds. You know, having to think about that is it's just nice to have different things to care about for once. Yeah, for sure. And but tangent. Yeah. Again, we went on that Rab- tangent rabbit hole. Yeah, it's just it's just fun. And I guess like if I were to look at things that I want to change about the game for the better, um, a lot of it is mechanical balance of jobs still. They did a good job on what they did for the years that they were doing it, but they're not done yet. And they should continue to not be done. It was like Adeline was the last time they had some serious job changes. Like that's when Summoner and Blue Mage, all these other things got some serious job adjustments. Well, uh, they just they just revamped a bunch of our stuff like they they fixed Monk, you know, Monk came much later after no changes. So we've had Monk. A little bit of change to Paladin, a reverted change to White Mage. There were some Red Mage changes. I don't remember what the Red Mage changes were. Just better Cat 2 merits and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, they changed the merit categories. Yeah. That's been their big balance for Black Mage, Red Mage, White Mage. And... You know, they broke White Mage doing it and then put it back. Yeah, so. So, <laughs> so I, I, I like that they were doing that. Um, and like I was saying, pre-show, uh, I think that if they just shot. sat down. What's that? Hover shot. And I, and I, yeah, it's kind of annoying to play a ranger that now. But I think those are the only changes in the last few years have been those merits slash those magic jobs. Like they didn't change black mage size to merits, which is very disappointing. Yeah, but I, I like the merits they gave black mage. They're good, 
but I would have liked to see them fix some of the job abilities. And and I think that's true of like spells too. Like they, they always say that they can't add more blue mage spells or whatever, because their, their lists are probably too big at this point. Um, there's like a finite amount of like bits of data you can have, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but what they could do is they could take the existing ones and actually make them usable again. And I think blue mage and, and summoner specifically, those two jobs are, are jobs that could really benefit from having a lot of their buffs changed. If not, you know, their attack spells. Hi everyone, so, Rua here. I'm going to talk about how to fix summoner today. <laughs> yeah, they that apparently came to our attention today. That apparently Rua put out, Rumoko put out another video um, about how summoner can be fixed. Yeah, I haven't watch watched it. it yet. Yeah, um, they said some of the ideas were kind of outlandish. I mean, it's all just wishful thinking, right? Like, if you care enough about a job, like you you want to see that it be useful, and that you also want to see that it can like fill holes that people think they need to fill in order to clear content. And, and that kind of ties into what we've been talking about for Black Mage, you know? So Summoner has stuff that needs to be improved. Other jobs have stuff that needs to be improved in this game. Black Mage, Summoner. I think that certain things with Blue Mage or Dancer, I think Dancer's steps should not be JA delay and should not <laughs> stop you. I think like it's waltzes and it's abilities and flourishes. Those should be, but steps should not be JA delay. And just there's a lot of things that like when they did it for Pup, it was a big deal for its maneuvers. It's not like they took away the chain delay for all its other abilities, but you you don't have to step that often on dancer. Eh, you know, because yeah. because you have Presto. Yeah, but you Presto still... was that fix basically. But you still have to use Presto as another ability. Yeah, but you stack them together. Uh, so so like you, you Presto step, Presto step. That's still an extra, still one second delay for us to add on to another force delay. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I would be very careful about zero delay job ability stuff. Well, like made sense the, for the, pop. Well, well, yeah, because Puff has to change maneuvers pretty frequently, like more frequently than a dancer would have to waltz, that's for sure. Um, I, I don't think that they need similar stuff in that regard, because you just don't... Like, I would say that, that runes are probably in the same ballpark as uh, as maneuvers. Yeah, I feel like runes also should Those be probably zero. should be 0J, yeah. But... um. I don't know. Like, as someone who plays dancer, I don't mind the delays that come between things. And there should be a downside between moments where you suddenly have to spam a bunch of JAs to save lives and just being able to casually also still TP and do that. Like, it takes some of the, the strategy of playing the class away if you make those zero JA, in my opinion. Um, yeah, like it kind of dumps the class down. And, and I, I like the class to be difficult to play because that makes it engaging for me. But I guess I'm also being really selfish with this point of view and this critique anyway, so it is what it is. Originally, this whole concept came from Lucifer, who's one of the moderators slash admins, whatever the fuck you call it, on the subreddit, <laughs> made this topic of what would you change to improve the new player experience. I had a short discussion with someone the other day about what we could do, what we would change about the game to improve the new player experience and make the game accessible. I was interested in hearing other players' ideas on how to do the same. And there was a lot of stuff. Players. Go. Players get in their own damn way. They do, because I can tell you I'm in the um, team carry me number two now since I've been kicked from can't oh, six God. step just for hanging out there twice. Like, I'll do anything. Six if I just step. hang yeah, can't six step. If I, if I hang out there, they just kick me. I don't know. I joined the Discord, too, because it said join the Discord. I talked to some people for two seconds. Then later on, I was kicked from them. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. I was just kicked. I'm like, okay, someone's, someone's uh, got something going on there. But in the thread here. 
I can't help but feel that you earned it somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I must have spike flailed Miryu and, and just Clearly. out for blood now. <laughs> this guy said your mom. That's it. <laughs> so also on the your mom thing. So last time was the pussy faggot thing. Yeah. And did you see that I said that Carrot put a thing on the fridge for me over that? That was a, that was a great uh, note with illustration. That was I posted the picture <laughs> in the trash channel for anyone who's been Pretty upgraded good. to that level. Carrot drew my character doing a kissy face on a uh, fucking spirits. It's like the uh, notepad for a spirits distillery. And she stuck it on the fridge, and it's got me doing a kissy face, and it says "pussy faggot" and I'm stuck it right in the fridge. And I just, <laughs> I came home and I just saw it, and I go, "What?" The? <laughs> I, just, I just stared at it for a couple of seconds. I go, "Really?" And it was. You wonder why you've been kicked from like shells randomly. Fucking great. <laughs> it's still there, by the way. That's staying in the fridge. Oh yeah, man. That's that's one of those things you put up next to the macaroni art for sure. I'm gonna have someone come over one day and I'm gonna be like, hey, do you want to drink or anything? And they're gonna look at the fridge and they're gonna go, What's this pussy fag? (laughs) (laughs) And I have to go, Well, you see, someone's upset, so they said some things. One thing led to another. Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel like this game is less accessible to new players than it was when I was a new player. When I read this thread, you and I think alike, but apparently there is a major disconnect between what we think and feel and what the general consensus that's been reached for those trying to reach consensus in the community. (laughs) There's too many memes. Well, you got to get the Xbox achievement for that one. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to read any of these here, if you have anything you want to keep continuing with, but... It feels like there's a massive between like there's some reasonable things, obviously, like improving maps or I had posted to have a mini map, but just some people just have like they don't want to watch cutscenes. They want like the yeah. UI to be changed. Yeah, cutscene skip, please. They want the UI to be changed and updated. Someone was arguing in a different subreddit of very low quality that the whole engine should be changed to 14s. And here's why it makes sense. And just, you know, all these things that people get, but like people were complaining that like it's so hard to start this game now and that it's so confusing. And even with the wiki, it doesn't matter. It's so hard. You know, it's like, what? That hasn't changed. That's always been the case, but it's easier now than it's ever been. Well, yeah. And now it caters to you much harder than it it used to. So so here's here's the thing. Like it is just as accessible now to start up and, and, and go through as it was back then. And the only thing it does different is now you have trusts to hold your hand. You have systems that give you free currencies. Gil. Gil, as well as other currency conversions, so you can skip stuff. Like, imagine a player farming obsidian fragments on their own without being able to convert vouchers. Imagine having to actually do G2 and fight those mobs, the Boreal mobs. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, just riding a mount on a mount past all aggro. Right. Like there's all there's all this stuff, and the thing is, is, it's just as accessible now as it was back back in my day. So you know, I'm gonna do some boomer speak here for a second. But the thing that's changed is the players coming in, being basically little bitches about things. Uh, Fox, could you turn your wipers off and your red Lexus, please? It's very distracting. <laughs> right? Wait, do I have wipers? No, <laughs> not even red Lexus, dude. I can't tell. So you have a fucking because- sports car. Sometimes there are noises that happen around me that I don't always get no, because I have the no. headset on. You were doing boomer speak, so I wanted I, to make I, sure you turned your windshield wipers off. I wasn't sure if the birds were back speaking conspiracies to you or something. <laughs> tweet, tweet, tweet. 
<laughs> um, yeah, but that, that's the thing. Like now we have this influx of people who, for whatever reason, like it, regardless of their age, because I guess apparently your opinions like this can change over time. I too, feel like the age of the game keeps increasing too. It's not young people. No, and, and it's it's people who who constantly like are the result of complaints causing things to be dumbed down and spoon fed to you, and now they're expecting it to be retroactively added to games and stuff as well that, that have already been existing. Like th this part of this game's charm is its difficulty. And part of how fun it is, is your ability to run out there and like not find something and fail and end up in like a different adventure doing it or however have you. Right? I described it in here as the freedom to fail. Yeah. It says it gives you the freedom to fail. Exactly. Like I it's not going to ask you to play a game of Simon says where like you have to like bop it and shit. I mean, bop it, twist it, step on this glowing square. It's going to make you learn what the distances are. And yeah, we have tools for those distances too. So all you have to do is point your cursor at the mob and go, hmm, is that number big enough for me to be far enough away? And I'm talking all condescending, like, because it's not fucking hard. It's not hard to pull up a website and read. It's not that. hard. I yeah, mean, it's, it's, it's not hard to play the content. If to I understand could, how to do the content. If I could go and be the guy who couldn't find his way to Port Sandoria and took all his gear off and didn't yeah. know how to rest for him HP and died to a rabbit with no weapon at level three because he didn't know how to heal. You know, if I could fail all these ways, I'm not, you know, it's it's really entitled and disconnected for me to be like, oh, if I could suck, you can suck too. And it's <laughs> not just that um, it was even approached in this thread here that it was like the, oh, I suffer, you should suffer, which... I hate that yeah, when people do that. Not that's, that's not what I'm talking about either. Well, yeah, not not just levying the criticism. That's that's annoying too. But like when people actually like, oh, it wasn't easy for me. It shouldn't be for you. But just the disconnect between it's really not that difficult to have to think about something. And it's not like I think anyone should have a hard time like I had. Like I couldn't find my way and said and say to people, how do I heal? And they made fun of me. You know, like... <laughs> Right. I'll never live. That's the greatest. How do I get potions? Uh, I didn't have guilt for potions, man. I didn't have sparks. I didn't have someone telling me where to go. I didn't have a fucking book pointing on my map. I die. <laughs> <laughs> Am I dying? Am I dying, man? I have to reinstall this game. Do I have to? <laughs> do I have to make a new character? Awesome. So here's the number one in this thread. Here, it's got like like close to a hundred responses. A lot of them are me, of course. If you haven't joined the subreddit, join. It's reaching a thousand people so far, which is nice for it's over six months now. This is made, so it's pretty good. Uh, so I recently started this game. This is from Zoyan or Zoyan, however the the J is pronounced here. So Zoyan here says I recently started the game in late 2019 slash 2020. So I guess I can speak a bit about this. Uh, their main gripes were the website. It doesn't even fit the screen correctly. And every time I look at it, honestly, I'm insulted. So their first issue here, I'm not going to read the rest of this. SD can't even bother to make a presentable web page. Resolution of the web page. And literally they That's put... weird because I go to playonline.com and I hit full screen and it works fine. I mean, maybe it so sucks on mobile. About. I don't really go there, so... Well, they... I'm not playing this game on mobile, so... <laughs> exactly. Well, that game actually coming no, soon, I, I, according to our <laughs> No, I know for a fact I've gone there on mobile on, question, on my phone, question, and, and it looks fine. <laughs> like I don't know what this guy's talking about. So the last part of that paragraph there for this is: this likely can't be measured, but how many people look at the website and immediately nope the fuck out? So 
already, I guess this is where new players' minds are, is like your official website from 2003 onwards is is old. It's not GeoCities. I mean, what are you going there <laughs> <Geo> for? GeoCities. <laughs> My Angel Fire site sucks. Right. Yeah. I, My Netscape browser doesn't support playonline.com. I, I mean, I guess maybe I just want to get lost for hours in, in the in the SE website. Like, the, the thing is, I don't play this game to go Dude, to the SE website. They have some stuff <laughs> so that's so old and forgotten about, like old news articles from like when Play Online was relevant. Cool. I bet they're archived, right? Like, yeah, like random. It's just like in the site in some cavern that's been forgotten about. It's like how yeah, Microsoft's website to used there. to be. Yeah, but that means you have to go there to find it. It's not like that's that's the front page. It's Correct. like here's this outdated information, yo. Most of the front page is worthless. There's a lot of bullshit tabs. No one cares about it. Like the news, no one reads. So in the next tab here is the installation process. There are some real tech illiterate people out there, and this alone discourages countless potential players. But I mean, obviously, this post being rated high is because people agree with it. And there's some truth there, but honestly, the so approach and mentality have, feels so far removed from how we are, what we think here. This has nothing to do with, with how tech savvy someone is like outside of like programming. And that's arguable for me. Like I'm really terrible at using like windows features and stuff. Like I usually have to have people help me. I, like, I, 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 can write, I can write logical statements and stuff. When you, when you were visiting, I had to help you with uh, putting the direct 3D on your laptop because yeah. like, you didn't know how to do any of that. I, I go, just put it in this folder here and you're good. You're like, wait, how do I do this? And I you know, took two seconds and it was boom, bang. But just that's you're not any less tech literate than these people are. Exactly. So here's what you do. And this is how I cracked the code. After losing a hard drive and also having to do it recently, I went to the Square Enix page for the download, and I read it. <laughs> it's easier to install this I game no than it's ever been. It's never. Yeah, they. It's, it's going to tell you to change this. It's going to tell you to download five files to a folder. If you can't do that, then what are you doing using a fucking computer? Correct. Go educate yourself. And I can't expect anyone to just to find the installation guide on BG, but Martel made an installation guide for this for these people, <laughs> like with pictures. Yeah, there are resources that he, somehow dumb it down. He further. put like fifty pictures of every step in that thing, <laughs> like pictures with text to describe the picture and what to do next. Yeah, I don't know. So I know people can't just assume it exists, but you have to, like. Honestly, if you can't install the game from the site, then you just shouldn't play the game. That's just how that is. Just don't do it. If you don't know how to open up Internet Explorer besides checking your Charles Schwab account, then (laughs) then you've got problems. Exactly. Like if, If you don't know how to download a file, which I'm sure you do every day, and then these people would fucking figure out porn. If it was porn, they'd be good. They'd be like, oh, I want to see that. That, that beer-like substance that's on the screen in front of me, the adjectives that are applied to beers, I want to see that, so I'll figure this out. But the game, pff, not getting me hard enough. And you I'm, know what? I'm that... going to playonline.com right now. <laughs> I clicked on USA. And, I don't and just right wanna... here, in the upper left-hand corner, in probably the most vibrant section of all, that actually changes <laughs> colors as mouse over it, it says... Ultimate Collection Seekers Edition, free Windows client download, a new client installer. So I, I feel compelled to click on this, and so I am. <laughs> it's a graphic. What a oh, terrible man. And the very first thing it does is it says download the Ultimate Collection Seekers Edition, and there are five links. One of them is a .exe and four .rars. But it doesn't tell you that the .exe is what you run. It instead just starts at the top and says, download all files in the same folder. 
And then right below it, it goes, unzip downloaded files. And of the files you have downloaded, double click FXI full setup US part EXE, which is the, the first file up at the top once downloaded. It tells you exactly how to install this game. And it's even got pictures. Without fluff. And there's pictures. It's a lot of pictures, actually. And so like, like how, how stupid and illiterate can you be to fuck this up? Well, I'm sorry. I'm just going to call it for what it is. So I, I don't <laughs> want this whole thing to be like poo pooing and making fun of because we're not describing how to make the game better. But there are certain things. Perceptions. This is the shit, that, this is the shit that, that I constantly deal with in this game because people fail to fucking read. And if you, you know, those need to be. You know what would make this have, game better is yeah. if people were literate. That would make Correct. this game better. That's what I was getting at. God, this is ridiculous <laughs> shit. How do you function as an adult? You know you're a sweet little Final Fantasy player, Foxy. How do you fucking function? I'm gonna install you home tonight. I won't read the instructions, all right? I gotta play this game, oh my my, Foxy. Seriously, like, and, and how can people not be frustrated by this, too? Like, I can't, I, you know, know, this is, this is, you know, the future looks bleak in the world and, and the game world as well. If this is the people that we have I to rely joke, on to carry us into it. I usually joke about a lot of movies. People reference as being documentaries, but the movie idiocracy is literally being a, is, is almost a documentary at this point. You want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> Install. Oh, I thought you were going to do the Dumb and Dumber thing. That was a Dumb and Dumber thing, but I was, you know, oh, yeah. running with it. <laughs> uh, okay. So, you know, on this guy's same post, I, I, I guess you're hitting him in order. I was going to, yeah, you, 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 you do some. Your turn. All right. So the lack of social interaction, I'll go ahead and address this one because you were going to do it next anyway. And this one also kind of It was me. understanding where anything is without the help of the wiki or YouTube or even with oh, that, I, I spent countless hours thing. lost. I consider my ability to comprehend what I read at minimum decent. So God help the others. No, that, that's, that, that can't be true because step one <laughs> or bullet point one refutes that. So <laughs> you, you one can't two. comprehend what you read at a minimum. Um, I mean, the installation true. process could be improved, but as far as I'm concerned for how old no. this game is and the but resources this, this it would person, take, it has been improved because you don't have to download all the updates. You just install it, which is really not hard, and get and get right into it, really. This, this person needs continuing adult education. I'm not going to. <laughs> so the, the lack of any social interaction, well into level 119 content, it cements me, me, me mentality, which is, True, it actually does. I can agree with that. Yes, point. but that's that's the source um, of the problem, not the result of the problem. Yeah. So again, this falls on the person to try to be inclusive and stuff. And that means that you have to have a personality that other people want to be around. Just because you pay one or you know, your twelve ninety five or whatever it is a month does not entitle you to automatically be grouped up with people around you. Like sometimes people just aren't gonna want to be around you and you have to actually put forth the effort to Let get me to tell you. as someone who is as insufferable as I am on a daily basis, even I can end up in groups with people. You can do it too. You just have to lose that sense of entitlement. You don't walk out into like public in like a public square and just like start talking to every random stranger around you, right? You don't just leave the mashed potatoes beneath the sink and expect them to be gone. Yeah, exactly. You, you have to actually do something about it. <laughs> like, sure, you could walk up and talk to every person in the, in, you know, your, your town square, wherever you don't just yell at the cashiers at your local B3. Yeah. You, you have to be a normal human being who starts normal human being interactions and you have to have a little bit of humility going into it and just talk to people 
and you're not going to, you're not going to get along with everybody, but that's part of learning basic social interaction. I get that we're on an online video game. A lot of us probably aren't equipped that, that as a basic skill, but this is something you got to learn. And the only reason there's a lack of social interaction is because most of these weirdos running around are just being fucking weirdos all the time. Just be a normal person. You know, that's a tall order. For as some douchey people. as I am, as douchey as I am, people still want to hang around me. As so weird as I, I am, Fox can... hangs out with me. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone hates spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, there's the lack of social interaction is going to vary from person to person, is what I'm trying to say. So, so you're, you're correct. And certain people, I feel like the crowd for this game is 30 plus at this point, roughly around that last you know, give or take several years, around 30 plus. Yeah. I probably. mean, I'm sure there's younger people as well. They probably don't have trouble installing a game. Then again, they might have trouble because it's so archaic of an install that it's before their time, honestly. At this Wait, point, it really this is. Has five files and no. Well, it's before their time to download multiple files. It just, it just does it for you now for most things. So you don't have, like, like companies want to capitalize on no one being turned away at the door. So they make it as hands off as possible. So for some people, it might just be, it's easier to download an app on the app store on your phone than it is to install this game. So for some people, it's anything more than that. It's actually almost equivalent. You you click the download link once you get to the app you want, but it's multiple and it puts files. it on your fucking computer. That's what this does too. <laughs> there's literally no difference. Ah, okay, so I'm I'm not. But, but yeah, there's there's yeah. Well, I'll get off in two <laughs> seconds too. But there's different people of different means, and I mean, for this group being around thirty plus, I feel like anyone who's not young who might have like a technology shock potentially the longer this game goes on. Uh, would be like I feel like a lot of people that have coalesced that still play this game have some sort of mental illness. Assuming so, it would make assuming, sense. Assuming, assuming someone is thirty years old playing this game, it means you have spent two thirds of your life post dial-up internet. There is no excuse. They did not have to get on their their computer. Like most of the people who are who are younger than that, did not go through school putting the like what five and three quarter floppy in so that you could play Oregon Trail on your computer at school. Well, five and three quarters. It went eventually though to like the two and uh, whatever. Right, right. But you know what I'm talking about. Like, like they they didn't have to deal with like archaic computers and stuff like that. Like everything has been pretty much modern for two thirds of their life. There is no excuse. Like, there's Sorry. no more of this gap where people don't understand. It was went from five and a quarter, whatever, to three point five was the size, I believe. That's what I meant. Yeah. See, clearly, I don't know. Well, but, there was the large flop. It was like five something inches. That was. Yeah, the know. big black disc. Yeah, yeah, that the 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 one that runs our nuclear codes, the fucking records. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, literally exactly. what runs the nuclear weapons in this country. <laughs> is fucking record size, fucking jazz <laughs> album, Miles Davis bullshit runs our nuclear weapons. But I don't I don't subscribe to that, though, because modern technology has been out for at least two thirds of the life of the average of the youngest average person playing this game. Youngest average person. I, think I mean, Tupperware has been around that whole time, Fox. Everything's invalidated. Uh, right. I there's you can only hide behind so much ineptitude. You can only blame so much of, of things on other people. Correct. Like, at some point, you have to be accountable for the shit that you don't fucking understand. So. You know, the, the number you, two not. link show I was in today, Fox, was talking about <laughs> why this game's special, whatever, and da 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 and oh why people keep returning to it. And I chimed in to say that I just play this game for the sweet tale I get, because when you write the guys, they'll let you do anything. <laughs> That's good, man. <laughs> when you write the guys, they let you do anything, Fox. Of course. If only that was the, the keys, the keys I had required. Get you in all the panties. 
You yeah, too I, could have blood. By the way, that blog is still, they're posting comments of themselves about me still weeks later. Man, if I knew I could do it over the internet this whole time, I would have never wasted all that time doing it in person. <laughs> Through the gate. Jeez. Okay, so understanding where anything is without the help of the wiki to the lack of social interaction, understanding skill chains and magic bursts, even with the wiki as one of the main pillars of combat in this game, its importance, application, and creation should be right out the gate instilled within the minds of all players. The fuck is that diatribe? It is. You have trusts that do it. They show you the way. Do you know if you the do way all the basic chain? if you do all the basic trust quests? The reason Sami, Lafia, or whatever is so powerful is not just because Sidewinder is a ridiculous weapon skill at low levels. It's because she also will exclusively try to close skill chains with it to insta-kill the enemy. It is teaching you that that's free damage right out the gate. And that's more teaching than I ever got because skill chains and the charts and stuff confused me for the longest time too until they were clarified. But I mean, just even like the whole, that bullshit giant chart of everything going everywhere, yeah. which was not, honestly, the presentation was like a tie-dye t-shirt. It was not a good way to present the data, if, I'd argue, but I mean, it's easier not understanding them. When this game came out, if you did not know how to skill chain and you were a DD, you did not get invited back to that party, and often you were D2'd home. <laughs> D2'd? Hey, hey, Black Mage was good then, Fox. Warp 2'd home, yeah, sorry. For the people who don't understand what a D2 is. So, I wonder that, whenever I say D2, people get it, because I just, I never say yeah. Warp 2, I say D2, and I've never, had someone, two, yeah. Yeah, I've never had someone tell me that it's not... that they don't know it but i'm waiting for it to happen so in this world here like people are reaching like this this quote-unquote end game or basically they're reaching 119 and never doing skill chains which means they aren't even trying or they're being burned up by somebody because the trusts will skill chain with you and you will just mow through mobs like they will just melt like butter and the entire time your trusts are teaching you how to skill chain so you can do it at end game the people who have difficulty doing this and understanding how this works are people who have either no pattern recognition whatsoever, which is fucking scary, or they're people who have simply paid their way to 99 and never touched anything before trying to join content with people. My and out of, has an augment. It's R0. And every time Spicy and I seem to go out and do like a CP, CP party, party, just real casual shit. Like, we aren't even being super critical. Nothing is actually hard. Dude, it doesn't I'm require just, any real strats. I'm yelling for, quote, DD that can skill chain. And that's a lot of jobs. That's my quote. I'm yelling, can I have a DD that can skill chain five out of six? And they all don't know how. And literally, I didn't get any tells for a while. So I flat out just yelled, are you telling me that no DD in this game needs either capacity points or exemplar points? And finally, someone sent me a tell. And it was just like, wow. The, the the point though is is not that you didn't you know receive like a, a bountiful amount of tells because it's once DDs upon time, everywhere. Once upon a time, if 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 someone was looking for a DD slot, like there were a sea of DDs that would just instantly try to fill that party. Still are. Like, Go to Shoal. Yeah, there, I see a DDs or Ambuscade. Shoal will see a sea of DDs will just completely wash over you. I don't know. I, when I shout for Shoal C, like if someone in my party can't make it, I usually fill the DD slot because the DD slot is the easiest slot to fill. And Correct. it's the, like, I'm not going to pick up a, a tank and I'm not going to pick up a healer and I'm not going to pick up a bard because they're going to fucking fail at it. The bard so I'm going sh- to shout. Exactly. So I'm going to shout for a random ass DD. All they have to do is, is hit something until it dies. Cool. Low stress, right? That's why I shout for what I shout for. And they still manage to fail. 
I, I don't understand. I have like, trouble finding one that has more are, than one weapon. And I just, where has everything gone wrong? Because back in the day, for how this game can improve or what would change, players knew to carry multiple weapon types or why you'd want them. Or, like, people knew piercing damage good against this. I should want, you know. like If anything, just they actually... They used to bring multiple weapon types so they could do multiple skill chains. Uh, skill chaining kind of went by the way with TOAU onwards. You just kind yeah, of just spam because you ended skills. up with with weapon skill spam on pink birds and then yeah. Abyssia content. But, but jinx, <laughs> it's, it's it's not now, gone though, and it's still present. And if anything, it's in your face more now than it ever has. been. I was gonna say now it's just like people read Auction House because I guess I guess I'm gonna complain at Auction House. It's not like Auction House inherently is the reason this exists. It's just that's the place people congregate, and therefore that mindset is proliferated throughout the entire source of information of which people uptake. And it's yeah. when you go to like the Warrior Thread or something, or the nonsense with nagling drama that was covered before with the epic response post. <laughs> We invited the warrior who had great axe. And in fact, it was a fucking Chongo and they refused to even admit they had it. And then when we asked them to do skill change, they just kept spamming Savage Blade. And then we told them that they were going about to go home. <laughs> and, and then, oh, what do you know? He manifested a Chango. Yeah, yeah. After manifesting Shining One and spamming Impulse Drive. No, also does not yeah. work. It's gravitation. He wanted to set auto weapon skill and call it a day. Correct. But just, and, but there was another thread on rssffxi recently it was it was i had to pull it up it was it was good enough to actually pull up about demanding that warriors bring more than one damage type you shouldn't have to demand that that should just be automatic they should want to actually play their class well i i don't get it i really don't it's it's not hard uh, and they got rated down to nothing this is poison of asura with two s's they got rated down to nothing because rssffxi is about feeling good not about caring about what's right or wrong and it was just a PSA for wars trying to do segment farming. Please get Lozotic Mace plus one R15 and Shining One and swap weapons appropriately during segment farm. So that's, a, that's rated down to the lowest zero, of course. And he puts, when my static is down a member, inevitably, it seems like we uh, pug a war, which of course is the flavor of the month DD due to its versatility in italics. In segment farming without <laughs> but needing... But then they aren't versatile. Without yeah. needing... And it's a good point, without needing any... Uh, uh, reamed weapons you don't need to have any relic or anything special to go warrior you sure. just need to have ambuscade weapons and a unity weapon those are as basic as it gets and no need yeah. to put any work into it and how powerful it got with savage blade with Nayame and sub dragoon even without Nayame. uh the reason it's useful for segment farming isn't just because you can smack things down with niggling and sub dragoon build it's the fact that you can also bring reasonably high damage judgment with lazotic maces for mom's week to blunt as well as pull out shining one for mom's week to piercing and honestly, they should put because a lot of mobs resist slashing in there is you have to change no matter what. So please, if you don't have these weapons yet, get them and get yourself set up so you can easily swap weapons during segment farming. These are the things that may, that make you great and will make people want to invite you again to pick up groups. And they got yeah. rated to zero for that. Look, I get like I get that people want to spam nagling or whatever because it does like crazy amounts of damage. But for those of you warriors out there who don't know that they should be switching weapons and shit, if you go to Shoal C and you equip an R15 Exotic Maze plus one, and you're using like a, an actual good weapon skill set like you would use with, honestly, your Savage Blade set's usually fine. If you use that and you use that on the appropriate mobs, you're oftentimes one-shotting one-shotting skeletons. Like you're doing like 65k damage with those weapon skills. 
So like you were, you were just clubbing baby seals in there. The number one response to this thread rated up the highest. The first one, the second highest one is I'll do, I'll be whatever I want to do, which is just the sarcastic shit post. Well, then you can get the fuck out of my party. But the, the number one <laughs> rated one up, which the OP responded to and got rated down past you know, negative two. The plus 17 here, the highest of the thread from VBardV is, I'm sure whatever war you passive-aggressively made this about will be sure to read this and shape up ASAP. And the response was, oh, it's been many wars I am passively-aggressively targeting. I'd say around 80% of the pug warriors have done nothing but Savage Blade. Any, I think 80% might even be fucking it. low there. And he yeah. got rated negative too. And so maybe what can be done, Fox, ultimately, before talking about any nitty-gritty stuff, is that the community itself needs to fucking shape up. Because if you want this game to be better... Yeah, it's not even the game mechanics. The people, I don't know what's happened in this game. And I don't want to pull like this back in my day or like this rosy retrospective nonsense because I actively despise that kind of thinking. And that's not what this is. There has been, I know this is observation bias, Fox. There has been, you know, I don't know that you can really gather empirical data on this. There has been a clear shift in player attitudes and personalities and approaches and the way things are handled and regarded in this game where people don't know how to care about skill chains because they don't have to. They either pay for it or just spam the same weapon skill and it dies. And everything else that goes around this game, and when you have to actually care about things, no one knows how and no one cares. And when people say, hey, could you care? Because that post was not mean or passive-aggressive, in my opinion. Everyone's like, oh, this guy's just a dick. So maybe the community can fucking not be shit in this game and be a lot better. Improve it that He's way. probably tired of getting garbage pug people to replace his static. Oh, I am too. You won't even. I, I, you just cancel. I can runs. relate to that so hard. Yeah, I usually just cancel runs. It's just I can't keep doing that because it shorts the rest of my group who puts their time aside from their busy days to go do this stuff. Think about how bad it is to be to be missing one DD and want to cancel your run. Yeah, because I can't trust anyone on Azure to do a, a halfway adequate job. I don't job. think it's just a you know, anyone in this game at this point. I actually, I actually got a dude. Um, the dude's name was like Parthenax or something. Um, so I, I got a warrior pickup, right? And this guy parsed lower than I did on Bard. But I would invite him back. And the reason why is he explained that he's still newer to the game coming back. That's great. He actually communicated. He, he had he had Nagling, he had Lexotic Mace, and he had Shining One, and he switched between them to use them. He just didn't have his sets refined. So he was doing everything technically right. Like when I didn't have the parser pulled up on my screen, I thought he was doing just fine because he looked like my other warrior doing the exact same things my other warrior. Yeah, was doing. so he gets like it his, and he's going to improve. His That's play good. was correct. Yeah, I don't care what your parse numbers are. Like overall, the group will hit a certain amount and it will be fine, right? But I want someone who's actually going to play the game properly. And even just saying properly is a bit of a stretch. Just caring enough to not be so far suboptimal that you're bringing your group down. Yeah. Yeah, I was. That's how, that's kind of sad though that it's, I was so impressed with this guy because he did the bare minimum. Because he because he cared enough. Like that's why table's yeah. so impressive is because he's not a job that he doesn't know something about now, and he's asking like like noob questions like how do I get the extra song up? My my clarion <laughs> calls up, but I'm not getting my extra song. You know, like like those are the things you have to be like not afraid to ask and and just yeah, reach, just ask. You know, just yeah. just fucking swallow your balls for a second and just do it. Because not because looking not cool for a second to ask that question is much better than looking like a jackass while you continuously fail and fuck Maybe up. we have an advantage, Fox, <laughs> because especially myself, we're not concerned with looking cool. That's true. 
<laughs> that's true. I've, I've pissed anyway. enough people off. That's for sure. <laughs> oh man, our lips are sealed. So I mean, this is this definitely this segment within this segment now is definitely worst threat of the week because here's another person here. You having fun with the game or do you need a break? Get some ice cream or a pizza or whatever your favorite snack is. Put your favorite they put ya. Yeah, put your favorite no H show on the telly and take a moment. And then the response from the OP is, I don't think it's too much to ask for people participating in endgame content to be prepared for said content, especially when DDs are dime a dozen. Do. Also, I have actually taken a break to have a Snickers and come back. And <laughs> guess what? While I was gone, the game didn't fucking change. <laughs> Everything was the same. So clearly it's not me. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Just curious. I'm still relearning this game. I'm under the impression that weakness does not matter in seg runs. I thought certain mobs have resistance to one type. In that case, where would Shining One be better than Low Commodic? Is there a chart showing what weapon to use for each monster? Chart. So I think I think the argument there is they might be talking about like a mob that would normally be piercing weak, but like an Aquan resist slashing in Shulsey, right? So they want a chart to know uh, if their club or shining one is stronger against their fish. I mean, as long as it's not sword, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, there's of course going to be a, an answer there depending on what gear you have. But as long as it's, the point is just don't use the item that's taking half the damage off from resistance type. I think flans are the only mob in there that are the ones where um, you don't really have like a win scenario. Like it's always going to suck after the first weapon skill. So just kind of handle it. Everything else is pretty straightforward. Like as long as you aren't using the thing that they're resisting, you're probably going to be fine. If you can also happen to use the thing that they're weak to, then they're going to explode. That's all there is to it. Like as a bard, um, I savage blade most things. But when it comes to the pugils, like you were saying, I change to a dagger. Or if the thing has wings, I change to a dagger. Because the extra bonus of, what is it, 25% for piercing to a bird still exists there. So you would want to take a 25% damage increase. It's straight 25. Yeah. It's the same reason why your warrior should be using a exotic mace on the skellies. Yeah. They will will explode when you touch them with that. You can still... You can still use uh, Savage Blade on a Q-Trub, but you, I mean, if you're fighting undead, the club is going to work, you know, with your shield yeah. on Warrior better. And as a bard, I have to use Savage Blade on Q-Trub, but our warrior in the group switches to club, super dead. Uh, when I used to go Dragoon, I would still use Star Diver on them and cap damage. And like the Q-Trubs explode when you touch undead them. Undead resist piercing. I don't know if Q-Trubs specifically without looking them up have an oh. issue with piercing like skeletons would, but if you know undead like skeletons resist piercing, you don't know anything, just use a club on the Q-trips. Yeah, just just follow the family weakness charts uh, that are posted. It's just a matter of looking it up and reading it. I mean, it doesn't post the normal mob resistance values for weapon types. I mean, but otherwise... I think, I think someone was even working on an add-on that based on when you're engaged there is one. something will tell you what weapon you should be equipped it's with. It's the, the Shoal Helper add-on or whatever. Yeah, that's actually really cool for the folks who can't read. Like you would just have that on there and then they can learn real time, you know, and then that way when they're savage blading through it, they could be looking at that, reflecting on how they should be using the club instead, but know that they're the shipper that's dragging their party down. I, I have to be super negative about this because this is the main problem that I have with this game. And I have tried for years to help people be better at it. And every single time I try, I just see them turn around and take a shortcut. And it's not even a shortcut that, that really cuts that much things off. It's, it's just more like someone, short changing yourself. 
yeah, they're, they just shortchanged themselves. And then I have per, I, I've been personally slighted by this. So that's why I'm so negative. I, I really want to I really want to emphasize that. I don't want to be. I would rather this game be the great place that I remember it being back when people actually worked together and didn't just pay for shit. But because that's the thing now, we end up with this problem. And I have put so many hours into helping people. I am I am justifiably jaded. Correct. If they remove the ability for Mercs to cut all of the forced interaction out, I think the forced interaction, the Valkyrie Dunes, if you will, of this game, is what required people through that, you know, lacking any way out. Like, if you locked everyone in the room today in this game, uh, the people that wanted out of the room would just try to pay someone to get out of the room. But if you were in an escape room yeah. back in the Dunes day, uh, and you just, you know, oh. there was no way to pay your way out of the room, people would be required to sit there and work together to get out of the room and that would be more successful whereas you don't have that today because they have the option so as i've always complained about the murking in this game and how significant it really is improve, yeah, improving this I, I agree completely hopefully my shit's not shit no, no. It, it came back just making sure this test 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 i'll get the habanero so ultimately if Really, the easy way out was reduced slash removed in this game, and the game was left to be played as designed, or lack thereof, depending on your viewpoint of things in this game. I think that it would <laughs> yeah. ultimately encourage a lot of the issues that are complained about to be resolved. And sure, it's not going to give everyone their skill chain knowledge or their, uh, you know, how do I be best in game knowledge. That, you know, as Rooks told me the yeah, other well day... I'll pull it up. I think he said, not everyone is an encyclopedia for this game like you are, which is a great point. It's very fair. But you don't, you know, I didn't ask to be an encyclopedia. It's just like if you drive a car for so many years and things happen, you learn about your own car. If you play a game for so many years, it's just, you know, you learn these things. Yeah. We, we've played this game long enough, probably a fucking PH. So it only makes sense that, that we would know what's going on. I guess my problem is that despite how much help I've given people to be better, like I still don't see any change even in the people I've directly tried to help. Well, so, if you take Felger out of it. Well, that's not talking about that specifically, but see, God, every time I go to make a point, I see my voice connected drop to one bar. I, I don't know, man. Someone's downloading a lot of porn right now. Yeah. And racing. Me. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody's racing. Apparently. Dude, what the fuck? Oh, God. It is a what campus. a fucking comedy, dude. I don't know. Are you looking forward to leaving campus? <laughs> and going to a different part of campus, yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Maybe they'll have better internet unless, yes, unless engines revving. You know what really sucks is I'm actually in a really good location on the campus. Like, I'm really close to my classes and the, the, the mall that exists on campus. Like, everything is within, like, very short walking distance of where I live. And the only bad part is, is I'm right next to a road. You know... Fuel is pumping engines, burning hard, loose, and clean, right folks. Who burn? <laughs> Good stuff. Never thought I'd get a Metallica reference out of this one. Burning old Lucy Queen. So the response table put in this thread, since the internet kind of uh, threw the flow thereof, is table says remove the bots. Yes. Remove the bots. Honestly, the bots don't. It, it, they, they impact me less than they impacted me before. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're not as impactful, but the avenue they create is impactful just the same. It's the murking avenue. It's true, yes. 
Indirectly, yes. Yeah, and it's it's because of the murking that the bots enable there is the problem. Because if you know, I can't find a fucking DD to you know CP with because when we go down there, there's nothing but a bunch of people in the corner paying bots to get them CP instead of partying with someone. And you know, there you go. Yeah, it's funny too because usually when you bring this up to people, they get super defensive and they say things like, "Well." partying for several hours isn't going to teach me how to play the job anyway. So I might as well just pay for this stuff and get it while I'm at work or whatever, whatever the excuse is. Right. Oh yeah. The, I, I have a career was the excuse that that's, that's not actually true though. Um, anyone who, who knows like what it's like to take exams or things like that, if I'm going to relate it to school is that you have to study for those things. Um, and the more that you study and practice it over the course of the week and practice it like through lecture, uh, you know, thing, things like that. Like if you if you practice the subject that you're working with, you then are able to gain mastery in it over the course of, you know, how many hours that you're doing it. And you can look at CP parties the same way. It may seem like the same thing over and over and over again, but it's actually you just developing that automatic response to how things work. And people seem to be lacking that more and more. Like you don't have the people who are automatically making a skill chain off of things because they don't fucking understand what a skill chain is. And that's because they don't actually practice their job. They stand there and they go to work in real life and come home with, with job points at the end of the day. That was like the guy that you had tried to join your short yeah. group. <clears throat> yeah. So before I got that Parthenax guy I was talking about, um, I got this other Sunrisa guy and I was like, man, that name sounds familiar. So I checked in the, uh, and he sends me to tell, he says that he's a Sam and he has all the weapons and he knows how to appropriately use them or whatever. Oh, wow. He paid whatever, for all his whatever. Sam weapons too. I thought it was Monk. Oh, I, I, I don't know. No, no, I don't, I don't know. <clears> that well, before part. he paid, Probably. that was the guy that blacklisted me. I brought it up in a previous episode and it was in the trash channel is how Hayan knew immediately that this is the guy that went off about oh. how he has a career and can't be bothered. So he RMT bought a 150 mil from purchase gill from his career, of course, just for Chlor- the Chloris bud stage. And now I guess he bought all of his Sam weapons as well. As he also was, we ran past him AFK getting his CP in the crawl. So probably this guy just spends all of his money in gill in 11, having a career so that he can pay everyone for everything. So when he tries to join, he's absolutely garbage. So yeah. And he sends me to tell, like I recognize the name, but I didn't know why. And that's usually a bad thing for me because if I recognize somebody's name and it doesn't automatically like leave a positive impression, it means that they did something stupid. So he sends me a tell, he says that he's a Sam and he has all the, like all the weapon types that he'd want. He knows when to use them because my shout specifically said, I'm looking for a DD who has multiple weapon types and knows when to use them because I put that criteria on there because I don't shout for like R15. I don't give a shit about that. I, I don't care if you, if you have an R15 mass immune, uh, you'd better be using shining one, you know, when it, when it's applicable. So he sends me this tell and I go, okay, one sec. I'm, uh, I'm check, checking you, checking, yeah, your, I'm checking reputation. your reference. Yeah. I'm checking your reputation. That's what I put. I send a tell back to him. And that's when I was telling me that he's the guy who bought the, uh, the Chloris buds. And, uh, as soon as I send him that tell though, he goes, lol, never mind. <laughs> BRB checking your reputation. Okay. never mind. No coming. Yeah. And that's well, because, he was about to not go anyway. Yeah, because it's going to get out there. The more that people know that this guy just pays yeah. bots and just buys everything with RMT Gill, that he's just not a good player and he's just not going to be good. He just wants to join for people to, in this case, carry him. Yeah, I'm not going to have him show up and be bad at my run. Uh, <laughs> bad at my run just so that he can get whatever points he thinks he can get away with without having to pay for him. No, he can continue to pay for stuff. No, it's good. Because he'll, he'll be playing by himself. It's good that you have a career. Congratulations for you in this rat race we call right. life. Everyone needs money to survive because that's the way this is. 
And it's good that you have a career. You're successful. Thank you for projecting low-key, humble bragging. I'm successful. I'm more successful than you. I have a career. Therefore, I don't have time for the things that you do because I'm more successful than you. But ultimately, if you're that successful, why don't you successful yourself right out of this game because you don't have the free time to play it and all your success is getting in the way of that. So you go be successful somewhere else and you're part of the problem, honestly, because if you're joining the game to buy all your weapons and buy all your points and just... I'm going to fight the cool stuff really quick when I feel like it. No, you're just really just going to be a problem for everyone. You're not going to be a good person in the group. You're not going to be able to contribute. And you're just perpetuating a problem that's bringing down the experience of everyone else in this game. So how do you improve the experience? You don't have people like this, honestly, because this is the the riffraff that causes the problems. Yeah, pretty much. And they, you know, I'll be up, I'll be up front with people, too. Like I'll straight up tell them I'm checking their reputation or or whatever. I'm asking about you, you know, things like that. Because I'm not going to make it any kind of secret that you're obviously someone who's sketchy, you know, and I know that you earned that yourself. You paid for it. This is some, you know, spooky, uh, exclusionary, rude, elitist talk. But honestly, who really wants to have someone as a part of the group, as a participant, you know, like when you join a party, people have a roles and they're contributing to the overall success of something. Who wants to bring in someone who's really just not there to contribute or be part of it, but to benefit off of the work of everyone? No one goes like, hey guys, we're going to go to the construction site today. I want this one guy to sit around and do nothing on his phone. And we're just all going to work while this guy just sits there. Like no one wants that one person that's just going to like, like what are we working for? For you? We're not working for you. Get out of here. You know, no one wants that. And it may be this elitist speak, but this is the real reality of it. Nobody wants someone who's just a parasite. And also, like, I just realized I may have accidentally, like, outed that Parthenax guy as, like, someone who's quote-unquote bad. So I want people to know that... I don't even know who Parthenax dude, is. Well, you, you might, he joined the LS afterwards. I think Abject gave him a pearl. But what I, what I want to point out is that with him in the party, we still got 10k oh, oh, the guy you were talking about that was... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the guy who actually was able to join and who did look like he was doing his job. Oh, the guy that he took just, over Sanrissa. Yeah, yeah, he just wasn't, you know, as geared as the rest of us were, you know, so he parsed under my bard, which is usually a red flag for me, but because without the oh, parse rep, I couldn't tell. I don't know how well your bard does in there, but you're saying the warrior parsed less than the bard. Okay, now it makes sense. I had to put that together yeah, because it was yeah. not. I just thought it was like your, like he was a bard and his bard wasn't as good as your bard, and then that's how no, I took no, it. No, 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 he was okay. on warrior. Okay, okay, now it makes a lot more sense because so, before it was like, okay, I guess. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I like my bard isn't that special. Um, I'm just good at playing it like song wise. I would rather play a healer than a DD. <laughs> Trust me. Um, so when a warrior parses lower than a bard, usually that's a red flag, right? Yeah. But in this situation, we still did fine. Like we still got 10k segments at the end of the run. And without me pulling the parser up, I would have never known that that was the case because he did everything he was supposed to be doing. And it didn't hurt the outcome of the run. Like, sure, we weren't, we didn't have our blue mage we usually have in that place. And because of that, we didn't get 2,300 plus segments. But getting 2K reward at the end is just fine. But did they do 6 mil plus, plus, plus? No, they did a third of that. And I had to eventually leave that link shell because it was just that sun, that sun Rissa guy. And then when I had a problem with them paying 150 mil for Chloris Buds, their friend D-Lop, who's obviously into buying items as well as why they got so offended. Because you always notice when you complain about someone buying stuff that certain people speak up and they have to be the people that are also buying things. Yeah, it's the two things happen. Usually they speak up, like you said, and then they also don't directly refute the fact that they do it. Mm -hmm. And they get very vague yeah, about they, certain they, things, they, they but never, you're the problem. Yeah, exactly. 
you can always tell that you've nailed it on the head because they never say, oh, no, I didn't do that. They instead start making excuses about it without directly saying whether they did and, or not. And so here's, like, yeah, you here's the line. Here's the line that they all go to. This is why you can't hang around this because this is how it's going to be. They get to the line of, well, it's not your 1295 and it's not your yeah. character and it doesn't inf- it doesn't impact you as they say. Oh, it sure does. It does. It's, you know, it's been established. Every time, I shout and, every time I shout and I get you in my party and you fucking suck. So what do yes. you care? I care because a warrior without the gear that you've purchased probably did more for my group than you ever would have. And essentially it becomes a, a framing a narrative and a motif that you don't have the right and you're a huge dick for saying anything. So how dare you say anything, you huge dick? And that's the way every I'll single just, time this comes up, that's how it ends up. The, the thing is, is I just don't care. Like I'll just be a huge dick and I'll play the game but bigger than people who pay for shit. At the same time, I don't <laughs> want to be marginalized and, and shoved off to the, you know, uh, the index of the, the game here because I can't invite people and I don't want to be around the people that, that do this. So I'm therefore further inconvenienced because I can't find the, the numbers of people to make a fucking CP party because I can't find a DD that can skill chain or I can't, you know. So the game is kind of like suffocating yeah. itself under its own weight of a top-heavy community of no one who wants to work for anything. And I hate that phrase because it's, it's really used and abused no one wants to work. That's Generally when that's used, it's bullshit, obviously. But in this <laughs> case, just when it comes to this game, nobody wants to put in effort or work for their fun. They just want to have everything. True. And it's yeah, they're they're weird. playing it like it's Final Fantasy fourteen. It's very weird. Yeah, because if it's like I if, mean, if no one wants to work at a restaurant, yeah, it's a bullshit industry of of just you know nobody wants to deal with that. So it's not like no one wants to work there. But when it comes to this game, you have the choice. Like, there's none of these circumstances. You don't like have to be a, a warrior with all the ultimate weapons to survive or starve on the street or something. It's like you have a choice to do this. It's just it's supposed to be leisure. Exactly. And I mean, there's gonna be varying levels of it, too. But at some base point, you have to have some amount of pride in what you do. Like, it's it's okay to do that. Like, you, you can you can like the fact that you're doing this well. And you and a person would have to know when they aren't. Like, obviously, you're the dude that sucks. And instead of just being <laughs> and, and instead of just being like super defensive about it and stuff, just take a moment to actually learn your job instead of just continuing to buy things. Because there's no the there's no point in sprinting to the end just to have no one to play with because you suck. It's almost like a perpetual paradigm of I'm not trying to be illiterate here when I make these things. Don't worry, I do all the time. A perpetual paradigm of when people are young and they just want to grow up really fast. I wish I was older. And then when they get older, they wish they were younger or they just don't care because they're older. One of those one of those few things seems to happen. There's more, of course, but it's like yeah. I want to get to endgame so, so like so fast as possible so I can play with everyone. And they get there and it's like, well, if I beat the game, I hope someone makes update notes about me now. Right. Honestly, once you once you get to like the true end game and not the end game you think you've purchased, like the game loses some of its majesty. It loses I all of its majesty. Yeah, like nothing is a surprise to a lot of us anymore who are like truly there that like you don't look at a piece of gear and go hey you know what i I, let me try to experiment with it in all these ways like a lot of times i'll look at a piece of gear and immediately know if it's going to be good or not and that's kind of unfortunate because it takes a lot of that flavor that i used to like out of the game and these people are like sitting here trying to speed by that fact when they could instead be enjoying the game for what it is and they only speed by it when someone else has told them to buy it yeah exactly I don't know. Like, Bar feet because Nayame A. 
oh, that was the stupidest thing. Yeah. So the, the barred foot shards are so expensive right now because there's a single guide out there who says to use them in your uh, in your uh, Morden Rhyme set for Bard. And that's because they didn't choose Naomi, uh, Naomi B. They went with Naomi A because they would rather have a TP set for Bard. But I can only really condone doing that if Bard is your only job. And you don't want to farm store TP gear from Bastok Volt. I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, Bastok Volt's going to be perfectly fine. It's a little less store TP. Therefore, I should abandon all of my weapon skill damage double attack gear so I can make a little more store TP for a weaker weapon skill, which is the majority of what I'm doing. Yeah, I mean, my bard, like I said, isn't the greatest at DD or anything. I would rather play a mage. But when I do DD, I still use the Naomi B legs and feet in my TP set, and it's fine. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> especially a job that doesn't get a lot of multi-attack, as those jobs don't. It's well, really not far behind, I'd have to imagine. It's really silly to not. I use it bard on black is, mage. Bard is so awkward because it either gets multi-attack or it gets store TP. And for both of these, you have to go through like these great lengths to get either. Like, you don't get any pieces that really have both, so it feels real bad. But, you know, this is the thing of, I, I feel like there's more scrutiny around my guides for whatever reason, but, like, someone does this and just everyone just follows it off a fucking cliff. Yeah. Maybe you should just post all your guides on AH. <laughs> fucking Anova came back after being banned, which you don't know anything about this. And Rooks know. fucking nuked him right away. And I'm like, well, Rooks, maybe I'll come back. And he's like, no. <laughs> That's funny. So yeah. outside of bashing and trashing and whining about the usual things we do, there's yeah, some right. other things in here, more constructive things even, or less constructive because someone was complaining XP is too hard to get. Like no, I would normal like XP. constructive things. So, okay. So here's Lucifer's post. Um, one of the things they suggested was eliminating the roadblocks that are limit break quests, which I don't agree with, but uh, eliminate uh, limit break quests. I thought about it for a second, then I had to agree. There's just so many of them in total at a pace that EXP is quickly gained now. They simply interrupt a person's momentum and get in the way, which is their intention. Some of them are fairly quick to deal with. Others can take up a good bit of time. It is always it is already bad enough. Most people are spending 1 to 119 pretty much isolated and not interacting with others. I think they should uh, all be converted to reward players with an EXP bonus like 2% via records of eminence instead of raising your level cap. Okay, so they want to trade it so that that way they can just check off a records of eminence while they're standing in Zitha getting burned. Yes. Correct. Instead of getting burned <laughs> or whatever, already so, so closed off. Yeah, and then like taking a break from that and not getting your money back because you paid for it in advance, and having to go do the the limit break quest and then coming back and having to pay for it again is probably the main problem. So, because those are bots, they're paying you to trade them gill again to sit there yeah. and party. So I I mean I don't I don't want to be negative about this even though I just was, but here here's the thing, like yeah. I can see, and when I when I went and took my uh, my mules on my on my main, I, I took them up to ninety nine so that I would be able to do like dark matter and silver vouchers and stuff on them uh, up in arms BCNM. It's really nice to have have alts that have that. So I did that right, and I remember being slightly annoyed that I had to do it again, but it was kind of nice being able to break up the monotony of the grind with some exploration where I was limited in my ability to move around. So like at one point I maybe had a raptor mount 
I didn't have any of the teleport magic. I didn't really have any of the books or anything to get there or anything. Like I, I had to play the game again and it, it felt kind of nice to have to actually go exploring once again. So I wouldn't personally say that that's a negative thing, but I can definitely understand how it can inconvenience people to stop what they're doing and have to go out there and get it, especially if they paid for the service that they're getting already. Well, fuck them. They're paying for something that shouldn't exist. Right, but I'm trying not to be as negative as I just was for like the yeah. last hour. <laughs> so here's something. I don't think Limit Break should be removed because I do like, as you said, the exploration of the game, whether it's forced or not. And those are things that you would never get to experience otherwise. But it's supposed to break up the monotony. You're supposed to... I know it's 75 or when they first raised the cap from 50, because for those who don't know, the cap used to be 50 originally in this game. It was supposed to be like a big thing. And it was because even doing... G2, the, the second limit break back in the day, was like a big alliance-wide running through the Glacier event to Zarkabard <laughs> and everything. It was a big deal, and you had to like have like those strong level 75 players that could fight Boreal Hound and do a 3k weapon skill to it with their big great axe. <laughs> with the big axe. Yeah, it takes extra damage. 3k, so I look at me, I'm strong. That guy did so 6. Powerful. Whoa, the Dark Knight did 6 with Soul Leader. Yeah, it's like Q-Trubs everywhere. <laughs> But obviously that's gone now, but still the whole point of, you know, it's a one-time thing, I argued. So I, I got rated down a lot for this whole thing because I argued it's a one-time thing and you just do it and it's different and it's, you're supposed to unlock these levels one time. You don't do it all every time. It's one time that you have to stop and do this. The first time, you're first to experience certain things in this game and be taken out of your comfort zone or taken away from doing what you want to do. It's an open world experience, but there's certain requirements, obviously, that you place upon it to build a certain environment. And I don't think that the environment limit breaks create of forcing the player to stop doing nothing but leveling and go explore Von Adil as an adventurer uh, and the impact it has on the game of people just not burning, okay, I'm 99, what now? And having to like go do stuff because when you do stuff, you get distracted. When you're in a zone, you see things, you explore, you get to, it, it opens you up to yeah. the experience of the game that you don't get otherwise. I think it's just a positive yeah, thing. Absolutely. What I, yeah, I mean, sorry, it, no, it, I don't mean to cut you off. Well, it, it's, it's right though. It's, it, it's, it makes it so that you don't just have to stare at Esha Zata. Correct. Who wants to do that? Name? Followed by Esha Ruan, followed by like maybe some Adulin area. <laughs> I know then, Table was fighting the frigate birds. The, the frigate birds outside Tav? The pussy frigates. That's awesome. That's awesome. Pussy frigates. One thing I can agree with, though, is how lazy the post-G5 limit breaks are, the get merits and come back nonsense. And also get your kindred crest or whatever and come back. Yeah, I don't like yeah, those at all. I don't like that at all. Those Especially really, like that weird rock, really paper, lazy. scissors one that involves you like shitting your pants or something. Well, that one was kind of fun. I like the cutscene, but getting merit points is like, why are you like, that's like so, they just gave up. They just like, okay, what can we put out for the update? Fuck it. I think they should not have added the rabbit tails or whatever to nerf the, the dude. I think they should have made you fight him and cooperate with other people. That would have been epic fight it was pretty when it first came out it was difficult when it first came out because people were just dying if you had the items if you had the items it was easy you'd win but people were bringing multiple items and losing because they sucked but generally multiple items was enough to win but you need to have multiple people bring it so when it first came out it was like that but obviously now one player with it and trust will just beat it up when i cleared mine um, most people were like maybe item level 109 
because like I came back for like about a month during that period. And like one of my buddies was still playing the game that I used to run the H&Ms with. And he's like, oh, yeah, let's get your let's get your uh, your your cap quest done and everything. Because I came back and I was like level 90 or something, 95 or, or whatever. And then uh, so I came back and I actually got to fight that in a group of six, like with some like level 109 dudes. And we didn't use any rabbit tail or anything. And I, I remember the fight was actually kind of fun. And it's I think probably one day a I died. intense fight. Yeah, I, it, it was it was fairly tense. I, I think one guy actually died, if I remember right. Like um, literally yeah, his a, chair just died and that was it. Like Emperor Cusco tongue out of the mouth. Oh, yeah, dude. It was crazy. Like he just he just punched him and it went through his Internet connection. And somehow it correlated to real life. <laughs> his Internet so, connection ended up like yours and it was so bad it killed him. That's why I'm really afraid of my Internet connection right now. Honestly, yeah, it, it instilled that fear in me. <laughs> So, yeah, it was actually it was actually an interesting fight. And, you know, I got to do with not only a uh, someone I had played with before, but like his new friends that he had made while I was gone. And, you know, it was, it was a cool experience. And then unfortunately, I had to stop playing like a month later. And then I came back, you know, when I came back. But I did that. I did that quest without the use of rabbit tails or whatever. And I remember it being a pretty fun fight. I remember it being like Mott Plus, which I think is it was designed to be. And then I I came and I I did it for somebody like somewhat recently and i didn't use any rabbit tail or anything and it was a pretty fun fight and you know it's it like 119 with crazy gear and shit on like ninja i think because it takes like a, a pittance of damage like minus 90 percent or something if yeah. you don't have the rabbit tail oh i was on monk that's what it was and yeah i just basically fought him hand to hand like like a like a fucking man and uh it was actually a pretty fun fight again and then there was one fight where uh, you should have brought pondering peter <laughs> if only then yeah. we could have had a real man but uh and and then i did a fight when i used the rabbit tail and it was just a joke i'm like well why is this even an option like it was kind of boring so like dumbing it down and making it easy takes so much away because it can be so much more fun struggling you know it just kind of it's like uh it just strips away everything of character from it when you dumb it down yeah yeah it it becomes just another hey i'm just gonna click through this real quick and be done with it so, it doesn't matter if you care about the story. Like the fight itself is engaging enough. Here's another positive one from uh, Notaka on r slash F11 is a boost to parties with player characters to make people want to do a trio with trust, add EXP to quests and missions like they did with SOA. So I think absolutely having a bonus to a group of two, three, four, whatever with trust would be a good thing. So you're saying less than six. So more than three so or more than two, two to four players. Okay. So you have to have a trust, but you're still grouped with other people. Yeah. Two to four players. Cause if it was just five, you just call it a, a healer trust. I mean, then again, having five players, so two to five players. Okay. I can see that. And not yeah. Alliance. And honestly, I mean, I'll make a different point of this later. So I'll forget the honestly part, but I think having a boost to like how they have the new ring and boost your attack with a uh, trust out Having it where you team up where you're not just one person with trust and having two plus with trust, I think would be a nice XP boost. Like some, because they did it with um when they first changed Signet and stuff to change the XP calculation many, many years ago with Signet. Having it on was actually important because when you were grouping up with people with Signet present as a bonus, it changed the way XP penalty was. So you got more XP instead of less due to whatever weird way that used to be calculated that is no longer yeah. the way XP is calculated because they changed it later again. It was the things like that that they were a big deal at the time because partying was super slow back then. I mean, but things like that I think would be good because you know you would be incentivized to team up because people see players they just don't team up with them. Yeah, 
Yeah, you see them all the time, but it's like why why put my why put my trust away why when Samini Lafina just insta kills stuff, <laughs> you know. And, and and I can understand not wanting to put away a powerful trust for someone who probably didn't even buy gear off the Sparks NPC, but it's like when I uh, when icing death the other time my last episode I talked about teamed up with me for capacity points. Just having that guy say hi, even though I thought it was weird, and I'm like, why are you saying hi? And teaming up with them was a great experience that is, you know, the soul of this game is, is like random experiences like that, that even if you're hesitant going into it or don't want to do it because like, oh, I'm fine. I think I'll just be alone. Uh, you know, having something like that ends up being a really great experience is what makes this game better. And and for people to experience a better version of this game is going to require that toward, uh, sort of interpersonal relationships and, and interactions with people and getting out of your comfort zone as is always discussed here. Because that's what makes the game good. Yeah. I'm actually jealous of that interaction because I would have given him like exactly one more tell before he got blacklisted. <laughs> and that's the way things are now. It's like, that's just, sad. I, that, I'm saying that because it's sad, not because it's funny. Like I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be at that point, but that's how I feel a lot of the time. I know. I feel, I feel more hostile and closed off than I ever have in this game because I feel like everyone else is at that point where I just don't want to deal with them. And that's yeah. not the way it used to be for me. I used to be like, well, this is fun. Let's see where it goes. And I'm still that way to an extent, but I don't want to give people the chance anymore. I'm just closed off. But that interaction that you mentioned is actually really cool. And that's, that's really awesome. akin to how it used to be, especially like when you were out, like trying to do a mission by yourself and you see someone who is obviously doing the same mission because they were there too. Like a lot of times you just team up with them back then and, and like you would you just handle it like as a team and then that's how you get invited to link shells and like that's where this whole social interaction thing that they mentioned that do mention earlier, like that's how that sort of thing comes to be. But because that doesn't exist anymore, because people are either speeding through it or they're just using their trust to get through it, there's no longer any of that like low-level interaction that takes place that gets you into the high-level content with them later. Because you you don't get a low-level, low, I want to say, low-risk situation to earn someone's trust. You know, because a lot of it boils down to trust. Like, am I going to trust this guy to know how he's what he's doing? Right? Is it going to bring? Am I going to, am I going to regret doing this? Because it's easier to, to yeah. make the part of this to break it up. Yeah, exactly. And you know, in this situation, like they've proven you at the low level. You know, maybe they invited you to a group with other people that they know, and you you know you get along with them. You know, I'm just describing how social interactions work and how you can build on them. But that's how you do it in this game. But that that opportunity doesn't present itself. All. Like that interaction that you had with this icing death guy could have been like high, like the the level ninety nine version of that, and I personally would have passed it right by because of how how everything has happened, and that's really sad. So Basing's another example. He just picked the pearl up one day. I don't know if he listens to this show or whatnot. And I said earlier that I really like him because here's what's happened now. Besides the icing death thing. So I talked about a few episodes ago, Basing and I may have even been in the same Icing Death episode the one right before us, maybe three episodes ago, not that it matters. But he was on Warrior doing multi-step skill chains with his 100% double attack, and I was just magic bursting in the pox sounds. Ever since that's happened, and then we had our XP, CP party, whatever, the other day with Haya and splitting up into two groups, getting 10 and a half mil CP per hour is like a 300 black mil. Oh, it was so, we were just killing everything. Black core scholar geo a warrior that eventually brought out chongo that was talked about this episode who didn't <laughs> don't worry to... he was my problem <laughs> I, I told him flat in the group i go this is the kind of party because he we were talking to him and he just was not doing it and i flat out said this is the kind of party where if you don't skill chain you're going to get warped 
So the people listening understand a little better, like you and Bazing were doing the the skill chains and like you were bursting off. Of it was high at this point. And uh, it was, Bazing was wasn't there. It was, it was Haya and I, it was the, Haya, I, was, I was right. closing his Laden salute with my black mage called Akim and then magic burst to kill them all by ourselves. And then I was, was on you Geo. and him. The yeah, I was on Geo Sanson. and I was paired up with this warrior who just re- refused to do skill chains properly. It was, it was Sanson. Yeah, and he has and, a, he has uh, a bard named Little Sanson, and I've basically refused now to invite Little Sanson or Sanson because both characters are really it. really bad, <laughs> pretty bad. But yeah, like that that was my problem because like I was supposed to be bursting on his stuff while you were bursting on your guys' stuff, right? We were killing two maps at once, man. We were, yeah, and it, it was working out pretty nice. And then our CP per hour actually increased once he DC'd, and we went down to five. <laughs> and that that was the point where it you realize, did. yeah. We were killing everything. Not, see, I don't, I don't try to be jaded. It's just a result of the things that occur. <laughs> and we had uh, also on our Discord slash link shell is the Scrone slash Kronikert. He came on Bard, which was awesome because you can't fucking find a Bard and he actually needed points. And he's in the group slash listens yeah. to us and everything. And thank you. Thank you. Do I call him Kurt? Or he's got like three names there. He knows who he is. He, you know who you are. So, uh he came on bar and he was just pulling nonstop and just, there was all this, the geo was there. It was, who was the geo? Was it Laboob or whatever? I was the geo. Laboob was, uh, the scholar. Scholar. Yeah. And so we had Laboob there, which I was slightly hesitant, but I'm like, whatever. And he didn't find, he did a good job. He was very proactive. He was looking for things to burst yeah. on. So he was, he was as engaged as you could ask for anyone to be. So Laboob did a great mm-hmm. job and we were just killing everything. And that was the kind of experience where now I've had that with that group and I've had with icing death and with basing and everything. And now when I get online before I do, um, I'll get home, I'll make dinner or whatever. And I'll eat and we'll, we'll watch like an episode of, I'm watching platinum death now, which is, Oh, you're still watching that one. Yeah. I'm on like 19 or something out of 20 something. I'm almost done. Oh, you're it. getting there. Yeah. It's, it's really good. <laughs> Just you wait. <laughs> um, I love, I really love morbid things, uh, like that because I've seen, I wanted to like that. Show I've seen too much in my life. Fox. That's fair, man. So I, I like he'll send me a tell. Like I like the past couple of times it's happened. I even look him out. Like I got online, say hi and link show, and then when I say hi, link show, I'll send like, hey, you want to get some CP real quick before we're or whatever. And it's like, fuck yeah, I do. And we go and get like you know some CP. <laughs> nice. And I, like, I only care if I get like fifty points and like 30, 40, 50 minutes, and it's fine. That's fine. I get fifty to one hundred points, and I go about so my life. Do yeah. it, you know, two or three times a week and you're good. It feels really quick and it feels really good. And it feels like that's the way the game's supposed to be. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> it feels really quick and good. That's what she didn't say. Yeah, yeah. She said six feet plus, otherwise. Six feet plus. Six feet DPS plus plus plus. Explains why I have so many X's. <laughs> and it just, you know, when you break the game up that way into bite-sized <laughs> chunks where you reach the end result without any of the feeling of grind because you're enjoying it, because you're taking it in small pieces and being proactive, mm-hmm. it's the same way with EXP. If it, like some people in this thread complain EXP is too slow and the game would be better if, you know, there was this one ridiculous part here. I don't even want to get into it because it's been so negative already where the guy's just like, EXP is ridiculous and getting Imperium weapons is ridiculous because you got to fight 400 NMs. And it's just... Hundred. <laughs> 400 <laughs> NMs. Okay. For one stage. Sure. Maybe. <laughs> but it just, it really the perspective, I, I think injected perspective imagine, would be. Imagine uh, playing Black Mage where you didn't have that experience of like building it up and actually playing it though. Oh, it feels like so good. Maybe, maybe you could magic burst, right? But you probably wouldn't have learned a lot of like the skill chain utility you could have played with. Like, like obviously I could have told you that it exists, 
I was learning in a divergence bestock trying to get carrot Volkier. I'm like, okay, I didn't even yeah. know my skill chain properties. I'm like, what do I got here? I'm like reading the menu. I go, okay, that's gravitation. Okay, this is a fucking yeah. ground strike property on <laughs> on Vito here. Ground strike property. So yeah, for real. Having known ground strikes uh, <laughs> burdens on Runefencer, I, I knew, oh, Black Mage is in the same boat. But you actually can use it very weird. well because I was talking with Icing. That, yeah, secondary property of of frag sucks because it ruins grav or whatever. First probably of grav and distortion sucks, but you can also close fusion that way. Mm -hmm. Which is good for last stand. So it works out because if you also open and close that way, you can still make darkness. And, and the loss of being able to do it both ways, you actually gain a second option of skill chaining, which is more versatility overall. Well, a black mage and a core can skill chain indefinitely together. Yes. You can go around level twos around in a circle forever and ever. And that's only because of the weird property, something like that weapon scale. Yeah. It's a, yeah. You'd be, it'd be like last stand to shatter soul. And then he would close a savage blade and then you would close Vita Huner. Then he would close last stand again and you go around in a circle that way. That's still cool because level two infinite uh, is not something you can do in a lot of jobs and it has a lot of potential. Yeah, like soloing it is, is actually fairly difficult, despite what some people will say. Like the windows at the end get really, really short. So if you can identify that between two jobs, you can add up a lot of damage really quick. And all those weapon skills I named are fairly impactful. Like you could argue that the Shatter Soul isn't, but the the after that first Shatter Soul, you know, the, the Corsair could just use Lead and Salute, right? Same property. But yeah, it just it just gives you options to know that stuff. And unless you practice it, like you don't, you don't know to actually go to do it. And then also, if you practice it, you can explain to other people what your expectations are if you try to duplicate the same thing, right? Uh-oh, Haya just posted <laughs> a Miryu thing. <laughs> oh, no. And it's a crash. Yep, it's yelling, MPK, MPK. I threatened to call the GM on someone who's standing behind Miryu earlier. Oh, that's so good. That's really stupid. Haya put okay. the saga continues. You know, frankly, frankly, at this point, anyone who sees Miryu, go stand behind him. I mean, honestly, I should just go do that on fucking Ninja. I just go stand behind that shit and just start fighting it because <laughs> you just have to put DT on guys. It's possible to survive. But my trust all died. Team up with people. I don't know. Like you get zone wide buffs in, in there. Like when you're in domain invasion, you get buffed by everyone and it's really annoying going bard and having someone else's bard trust overwrite your march. <laughs> it's weak. Believe you me. <laughs> it's awful. Thanks, Olmia. Thanks I'm for sure the ballad, Olmia. Is... I didn't want my songs. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I'm sure your your advancing march is is a lot better than than my march I just put up. MPK. And like it's ridiculous. It's like M space P splash space. <laughs> over and over again like like it's like the the japanese mpk with the the big gaps between letters i mean i don't understand why these people are even threatening to call gms because a gm is not going to interfere when it's a uh he stood behind the mob and did the move that se built into the fucking mob next because that's how dragons work yeah. and they knew it does spike flow because they let the mob <laughs> do spike that's flow. How dragons work <laughs> wow i'm so i hope they i hope they ban this guy for fighting a mob doing you know a what? thing that they built into the game I hope a GM does get called and I hope that that dude gets like pulled aside into like Mordian or just like, uh, like at least interviewed by the GM and be like, so were, were you, were you spike flailing Miru? And I hope he just goes, yeah, I absolutely was. So then he could explain that it's better than getting absolute terror 
and then just explain that, oh, well, I thought because all these people were fighting a level 150 mob that they would have had the common sense to put their DT sets on. Oh, Fox, it's like the law. People don't care about logic. Right? It's it's almost like the content tells you it's level 150, too. So a big <laughs> thing here for improving the game a lot of people complained about, too, was uh, the UI needs to be improved. I'm, in a, I'm just going to sound like a fogey, honestly. An old fogey. I play with a controller, and everything I have I is on a macro palette. Well, they said well, also here problem. that the entire macro system and inventory UI could be better to support gear swap based gameplay. Why? Uh, or how? It doesn't. It just says it could be better. It, it, not really. So anytime you're like, like, let's say it's the Final Fantasy 14 HUD, right? You know, where you get to put all the little icons on there and you can click on them if you want to. But most of the time you're just going to hit a number. It almost sounds like that's what we do in our game, except we get to like custom create what those numbers do. Yeah, and that's more versatility, frankly. It just doesn't show up on the screen and show a little hourglass hand like going around to tell you when it's done. Unless you have the Final Fantasy fourteen add-on. I think that might do it, but I don't use that, so I don't it might. I don't know, whatever. I but mean, yeah, it's it's not about that. It's sometimes the menus could be less sluggish, and that's where like upgrading the engine itself to like navigate the menus better would, would be an upgrade. But the fact that the menus exist might be an archaic thing, but you can set it up so you don't have to use them macros they're really we, they're really like, the biggest issue i'm having on black mage is like organizing my macros so that they flow seamlessly and that's like something yeah. you build on your own and as you play you can reorder things and i guess some people just won't reorder them because they're just whatever order you figured out initially and i don't want to change it but right it's because a cult acumen is so awkward yeah but now that i've realized i can use the dick space <laughs> the dick space the dick space uh you know the control space and use my thumb while i'm playing so i can now use my thumb while i'm ne I, I never get to use my thumb in this game so now i can use my thumb to hit that space bar with the control of my pinky here and i can now change my cold acumen on off without having to like oh. lift my hand up off the keyboard to touch like control f11 so i use my left hand and my thumb actually covers control win and alt on either side of, of the keyboard of the space bar. And I actually use that to do like my various toggles, like on off or whatever. Um, and the way I get around that with black mage is I just set it up in layers. So if I have a cult acumen mode active or whatever, that's usually a set and forget. It overwrites sort of everything. Yeah. It overwrites everything except when burst mode is active. The burst mode overwrites everything, including a cult acumen. So what I do is I just turn a cold acumen on and then I just hit, Alt tilde, alt tilde, alt tilde, alt tilde. Like between the casts, if I want it to be magic burst or if I want it to be a cold acumen. Just alt tilde. I don't know. Alt tilde feels a little awkward with the pinky up in the corner there. No, I, I use my uh, my middle finger actually. My middle thumb, finger. On, thumb on all. Yeah, I thumb guess. On middle finger on. Yeah, that, that, that fits freely. I just, I don't use my middle finger like that. I use it for like typing keys. I don't, it's just weird for me to hit the tilde with my middle finger. I just slapped that tilde. <laughs> <laughs> just slapping the tilde while playing Black Mage. <laughs> so it just depends how you're approaching it, but I wanted the cold acumen to overwrite everything. It's actually the same result. Whenever you have a bull situation like that, like it's it's going to be the same as long as you keep everything else the opposite of everything else, right? So it really doesn't matter which one you pick. <laughs> it's it's because it's it's either going to be one or the other, no matter what. True. The well, the main nuking is is in there somewhere is if I always have the one hand on the on the keyboard like that, then how the fuck do I play on a controller? <laughs> I Yeah, I don't use a controller. So like, well, this game is so macro-based and gear swap-based and keybind-based that I kind of find it 
odd how people can use a controller anymore because well, if you have so many keybinds, how do you even fucking use them while using the controller? So I use my left hand for that. And then uh, my right hand and my right leg how do you is jerk off my controller. Uh, well, I'd have to stop hitting things with my left hand. And then that also is nice because it's it's like the road less traveled because <laughs> I'm a righty. <laughs> so the left hand is more of a, you know, an adventurous experience. I forget what it's from, but it's like the joke is it's some, <laughs> I, it's, it's not like Venture Brothers or something, but it's like some weird thing like the left hand's how it really feels. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, I actually, I actually use the left trigger on my controller. I actually use my, my right leg to hold that down. My right leg. And then my thumb controls the D-pad. No wonder you're so pro. You got a fucking dick slapping a keyboard, your right leg in the controller, yeah, and you're you slapping know. that totally while I, while, I, while I play the game using my right leg and my right hand. Oh, is it like, how it's done. Is it like Robin Williams' Weapons <laughs> of Mass Destruction, where he's talking about how they built a recreation center next to a waste disposal plant? And he talks about, you know, the, the clits like a doorbell. Some guys know how to ring it and some guys don't know when to stop ringing it. It's like you and the utility key. You don't know when to stop ringing it. It's true. It gets overused. Keyboard complains and then, you know, goes and finds other players. <laughs> the keyboard says, I'm going to go find some <laughs> other mashed potatoes. That's right. So <laughs> I put, I made a post in this thread, which obviously got no rate-ups because it's me and I'm just not friendly enough because I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> caress and cup the balls while i talked about the same things we all love and care about and since i didn't put a friendly face on i did not get the pluses i didn't get the internet karma so i put I mean, here I in this thread it. <laughs> to go off of the ui thing here because there's not much to say besides someone wants an improvement of ui but they can't specify it because no one knows what the fuck that looks like because when sc showed improved ui in 2016 fucking six years ago now that they've quietly dropped and abandoned, like <laughs> they, they dropped that quiet and they dropped FFXI mobile. So I started off, the first thing I thought of was things like a mini map in the corner of the screen would help players a lot. Putting markers on it for yeah. HP or survival guides was good, but a little more of that so people don't get lost as easily. That's fair. Yeah, stuff that, that adds to, but I wouldn't change how the game actually is played. Like the reason I told that awkward story about how I play this game, like physically, like with the controller and the leg and, and the, the keyboard leg. and all that is because... I was making a point about the UI being whatever you make it. Like my user interface uses those three things in conjunction to play the game, and I'm used to doing it that way. Like you've got you a leg up is, in the competition. Yeah, you, all you have to do is program a way for it to work. Like if you go into your window and you set certain binds to things, and like yeah, you may have to learn that stuff. Then you'll have a better experience than just complaining about the fact that maybe you have to use a menu. But it's on the table. So I also put, so I think the mini map that we get of XIDB, I think having that size mini map the way it is already, just that exact UI is fine. It doesn't have to be anything special. I think SE providing that next to the compass or something, I think that would help people a lot and that'd be good because we get all the fucking maps. They made it easier to get maps. Why not have a way to view them on you the know, fly? I would actually like slash clock to not remove my my time completely. <laughs> the UI is oppressive. I, slash clock hides it. Well, Sometimes I want it in the chat log because like there up? are there are time sensitive things, but then I also don't want my clock to just like disappear, so I have to hit slash clock again. You know, time sensitive things. I was checking my playtime and it hit my clock. Well, there are some mobs that only pop at night, or you know, you have to. You don't keep the clock visible at all times. I do. Yeah, the problem is that goes away when I'm engaged. But you just look at oh 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 okay. So yeah. if you're like if you're for two seconds fighting the mob and camping or if I'm, or if I'm like getting black CP triple stars, 
because when, when I'm solo, I usually pull two mobs and I will always continue to pull another mob so I can just auto target it. So I usually don't disengage, and sometimes I'll be getting CP in between, like, day weights and stuff. I gotta say that worrying about the time in the game outside of maybe Ladybugs and Omen or something <laughs> has been the farthest removed of an issue I've had. It, at 75, it was, it, you're correct, it happened to me at 75 uh, pretty often because if skeletons pop and quiff them or something, <laughs> you're screwed. Like, that would yeah. happen, the, the ghosts and the dunes. You have to, like, see the clock and actually pay attention to your camp. But that's been so far removed from anything I've experienced in this game in the last decade that I have no idea where that's coming from. Yeah, man. Uh, like if you're, say you're upgrading uh, like your artifact gear, right? Oh, the day wait or something, I guess. If you're yeah, an NPC right. and it hides the chat log, I guess. You yeah. Know. Did I make the cutoff? That happens. Yeah, like I want to make sure that I get there in time to to pick it up and drop off the next segment of it or pick it up and change zones and like maybe drop off. So the yes, piece. the UI should the clock appear above the chat log or something when you're in a cutscene. That way you see the clock. In a cutscene when you're engaged, all that stuff so that you don't have to use the useless slash clock feature. Because I never only, use it. The only thing you're going to use slash clock for is when you don't feel like looking up at the sky and seeing that there's a full moon if you want to make an arc pentasphere. Dude, the fact that they fucking... <laughs> Yeah, for the uh, for the full moon. Yeah, so if you're I, using I, Fenrir, you got to see what effect you're going to get. That's true. Yeah, yeah. The I'm fact sure that they added slash clock is astounding. Yeah, slash clock. It's a thing. But when you use slash clock, it turns off your your clock. <laughs> so if you don't if you don't hit it an even number of times, like if I slash clock, I have to slash clock again. Otherwise, if I like say unengage from the mob or something like that, all of a sudden my clock's not there. All those slash clocks is driving you cuckoo. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's the weirdest design choice that they could just remove. <laughs> you know, Fox, when you hit the slate, when you have to type slash clock and it hides it, it's really cleaning your clock. And the funny thing is, is I do know that there are timestamps next to all my actions, but sometimes I also use it to determine what day of the week it is. You know, Fox, Table made a comment that I made a good joke, and you just ignore these jokes and puns and pretend that they never happened. I do actually. I know. I know they're there. I just don't. Three in a row. I don't acknowledge them because it just it validates you. And I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you got your clock clean. Okay, so I also put here that the quest log could be improved too. I don't think that most quests even provide a position, just a zone in the name of the NPC. Um, they provide a a position on some of them. Some of them, but that's like like usually piecemeal. the newer it is. Yeah, the newer ones I think all have it, and the descriptions and, and what the NPC tells you is more thorough. So like Adeline stuff, when I remember doing those quests, and it would flat out tell you, go speak with this person over in East Adeline. I'm like, oh, okay. But like that, that that's lacking from the old ones. I think it's the same for the quest positions. Yeah, that's true. Um, if you if the quest does tell you who to look for, I guess one of the tips I can give is just pull it up on wide scan. You don't even have to go online. You go to wide scan and you go look at the, uh, the the list of mobs or whatever. And if you're in a town, it'll show you all the NPCs. You select the NPC from that list and it'll track it on your little radar. And you just walk towards that a bit. Unless you type slash clock and you can't see your radar. That's that uh, could happen. Yeah. And in which case you're, you're probably screwed unless you crack the code to type slash clock again, which is really high tech and I can't deal with it, which is why I complained about it. But I'm sure someone out there will be able to. So. It's like, it reminds me when you see a brand new player and they say, help, I, my character's stuck walking. I can't handle this. Oh yeah. Hit Z. <laughs> I don't even use keyboard like that. I use the slash and the numpad. Uh, so back in the day in the controller was when you press down on the left thumbstick and made you walk. 
So uh, I also put here that the looking for party slash auto group flag. <laughs> I said, frankly, what is even the point of the auto group flag anymore or ever? These should be removed and divided into new flags. And I put there should be for searching people, there should be an XP flag. Like well, right now you just have seeking party and auto group and the whatever that fucking search with the stars bullshit is that just request party. It's like, what was the point of that one? That's just fucking stupid. I, is weird. I said there should be new flags. It'd be like green, blue, yellow, red, and all these fucking things we have. And when you like, you use the search function in the game, you can look for people. And I said one would be XP, one would be CP slash master levels, one would be like missions, one would be a general event flag, which would be the green party flag. Then there'd be specific ones like I'm looking for omen. There's like a certain omen flag. Uh, like you can honestly, like, filter out and search Ambu flag, Odyssey flag. This yell shit on Azura is still so weird to me because what we used to do is just put up our party flag and we would make a search comment for what kind of content we want. Yeah, but no and one then, no one does it anymore. Well, yeah, but I mean, then when people would be able would want to do like content, right? And they'd look for people instead of shouting, they would then go to the party search and like actually get to look at the comments of the people. And it's like, okay, well, this person wants this, so I'll invite him. Well, what you would do is you have to wait around in the zone because there's a general only flag you can use, and your search comment would let them know that you actually want to do that. But if you weren't in that zone with that flag up, you couldn't do that. So I'm saying you could be like doing Omen or something or doing anything and have a flag up if you're solo, of course, that says, you know, this is an Omen flag. Well, I want to do Omen when, or it's an Ambuscade flag. Like, And you can see all Ambuscade, job, player, whatever, the way we search now just with an extra typically, flag. Typically... Typically, like the CP party flag or the EXP flag would have been the little green blip that you would have because yeah. you can pick different search colors. And usually it would be either the red or the blue one. That would be like missions, mission related. Well, yeah, for CCOM, you'd put in there. Yeah. You, oh, so you, you you're, saying, you're saying you use the CCOM with the different blips. Yeah, it's like that's what item. we did on 80s. Yeah, that's true. But I, I thought like it was, actually, it was far superior. You didn't have to shout for anyone, and anyone who was interested is already looking for party. So I agree, but I'm taking that premise and expanding it, where instead of only relying on CCOM colored dots, you uh, have the ability to type into the search bar. Like you can search Sandorians, you can search Windurst, you can search people's ranks. Mm -hmm. Having them search a specific, like uh, I'm looking searching for party, and then a sub menu. What party are you looking for? And I'll have like different things they put in there like uh, Ambuscade, Omen, Vagary, whatever, and like pick one of those, and you can just search all of that content, and you'll find everyone looking for that. And it's so, it'd be much more effective than yelling, but it just has to be expanded to do that, which wouldn't be hard. No. That would make things a lot better. But, but something that makes it proactive on the end of the people who actually want things, to not have to sit around and wait for someone to yell for it, instead just put it in their CCOM and go about their business, you know, doing what they're doing, and then if they get a tell about something, just say, yeah, sure, I'll go. How close are you to finishing the party, et cetera, et cetera. And then it's like, oh, well, I need this many more. It's like, okay, well, I'm still interested. I keep my CCOM up, keep my party flag up or whatever. Um, or even just keeping the, C, uh, the CCOM up because I realized that with, like, trusts, you probably won't have your party flag up anymore. But it, yeah, that's, that's it's the still the, the thing is, though, but is you like, can't you search can, for that CCOM. You can search for CCOM. Can you? I think so. Pretty sure. I thought I thought you had to search for like based on criteria, the player, job, area, whatever. But I didn't know you could like search CCOM, like the dot. I think so. I I, I had to restart, so I'm not logged into the game anymore. Or I would have checked right now. But there was a maintenance too for login campaign, so we don't kick that anyway. Oh, yeah, whatever. Eh, even if I'm wrong, it's fine. Like I still would like some way for you to express to have a searchable way for you to express interest in the content, and then having someone get a hold of you who's actually building the group. If you're not the person who's going to be building the group, 
rather than waiting for like yells that you're going to miss when you're like off doing something in a zone that's not a city. I would like them to like clamp down on how many times people have to yell for content because people spam it. And I would just like that be like people looking for the content I'm looking for and be able to actually find them in the search function that exists. Well, the ones that spam it are just the bots selling. Well, I spam it too. And I'm like every two, three minutes, I'm yelling, I'm looking for diversions, someone please. And then eventually yeah, you're, 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 you're either anon or you're shouting on Black Mage and no one's going to answer that. I am always a non because I don't want people to know what I am. That's good. Well, if I'm yelling for Black Mage for Omen, or I mean for Odyssey, I'm not going into Odyssey on Black Mage. So what does it matter? I'm just shouting on that job. I'm going to change jobs. <laughs> Do people like check me like, oh, this guy's Black Mage. I'm not joining. He's on serious. Oh, I actually look up the uh, the person shouting whenever I see something that's interesting. Look at you, fucking Mr. Proactive. Hey, I'm the one who actively did a, a background check on someone who responded to my Odyssey C check. So. Or my Odyssey CEO. And that was a good background check because you don't want to be stuck with a Sonrissa. I did not want to be stuck with that dude. Sonrissa. So yeah, I absolutely, I will absolutely check people. <laughs> I just don't check them in game. Like I don't ever check their equipment because there's other telling factors that will tell me if they're bad. You don't actually need to check them. I put also here, I think a time warning in the serve message would help since people refuse to learn how to read the time and ask when maint constantly. Oh, man. And the thing is, is it pops up on your screen and tells you. At the time, it doesn't say time remaining, so they should be able to do that so? easily. I just think it'd be a minor change that would not... Look, I get that, I get that these Zoomers don't know how to use an analog clock, and fortunately there isn't but one no of those one, in like, No one goes when's GMT or UTC. No one uses these time zones. No, but you can use PST. Yeah. Because they, they tell it in PST every time, or PDT. It's the same thing. It'd just be nice to not have to sit there and convert it, just to have, say, time remaining. That'd be easy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just three hours later. I know or it is. Well, daylight savings time. Or one hour later if you're mountain time and weird. <laughs> I and also... The people, who, the people who don't have daylight savings time, like they're the ones that already know that conversion anyway because they live in Arizona. <laughs> So I also put some way of guiding players to the next mission because after decades of mission lines being added and quests and side quests and everything, players aren't sure what to do now, whether like they finish Adeline or they do whatever, like what do I what do I do now? Like like you're doing your missions now, you have access to ZM. Do I stop and do ZM? ZM came up in a cutscene in this area to go, do I stop? Is this my new mission? Oh, this is a separate mission line. So like a way to like guide players like this is optional. You mean the BG missions list? I know. I, I, I get that I know, it can be but in your new player, you're not looking like, oh, this is ZM. Should I stop and do ZM now? Because that comes up while you're doing nation missions. And you're like, as a new player, I had no idea if I should do that. If the mission's interesting, just keep doing it. Yeah. And ultimately, it doesn't matter, but it'd be nice like to help people. Like, you can keep doing this or you could do this. Like, I mean, it's just kind of like injects itself randomly. And you're like, do I do this now? I mean, most people are looking at a guide for the missions they're on anyway, so True. it should straight up tell them what the next mission is if they click on the name of the next mission. <laughs> I mean, I it could be in-game, but I would like the developers to actually focus their resources on stuff that's more meaningful than something that we already have True. a library of. You know? Like, this is already a library that exists, and yeah, it sucks that you have to use it outside the game, but it's pretty specifically tells you exactly where to go every single time and gives you, like, a list of all the offshoots if you ever come to a branching section. Like, the, the BG mission list is actually really good. <laughs> but, but Clopedia is more reliable. 
Uh, it's I don't know, not. Maybe it's not. Um, so I also put next. Uh, put a block on spending sparks until uh, the passing of the character's first conquest tally like exists with the fishing block. I uh, said this way, hordes of recreated RMT bots can inflate and devalue Gill of new players, and the new players will have more purchasing power. This would also improve <laughs> the auction house a bit too, probably. They would. They would just start this. Like that would delay them by a cycle. Like we had this conversation before. I know we did, but it would be nice to have a block on it because right now there's no restriction. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It would just delay them a cycle, and then they would still have the same perpetual. Hey, if they well, right now they're just deleting characters, <laughs> remaking them. If they have to make a second round of characters because of, but think about it too. They they they're making characters in an infinite cycle right now. So if you can make a million characters in one day and trade all that gill in. There's only so many character slots you can have. So what do you do? You have to wait till the conquest tally happens. So that's one time a week you can do that. Otherwise, you have to keep a group of 18 characters for the account waiting to get on to trade this stuff in because they had to wait for the conquest tally to pass the first time. Before well, they a, a conquest tally is only like a week anyway. It's just on Sunday. But, you you know, if you're a new player, you'd have to make, you know. Uh, but But the moment you do that the first time... Yeah, they're assuming clear. that you keep perpetuating the cycle, then they're cleared again, and then there's there's no downtime after that. But point. I assume that they eventually ban these bots that are running it's around like, trading. It's it's like it's like moving your billing cycle when when you have a wireless carrier. Like some people think they're getting ripped off, and you're you're not. You're just simply paying for the the extra space of time, and then you're just paying it for normal anyway. But when they ban <laughs> these accounts, that they have to ban some of them at this point, and we're running around getting all the sparks and trading them in constantly. And recreating, mm-hmm. they have to abandon some of these accounts. When they ban them, they now have to wait another week. So it at least delays that event. I would be impressed if they ban them that quickly. I mean, they eventually ban them at some point, and they have to start over at some point. But if you can delay every time that happens, if you can delay that by a week, that's good. I think you're you might be giving special task force a little too much credit there. Now, if they could actually tighten it up and they could get the turnarounds on being able to ban these things like less than a week, then that'd be great. And the whole point is they they delete the character and recreate it immediately to trade the sparks in because they have to recreate the character. If they can't infinitely recreate the characters because there's a block, then they can't recreate them constantly. Also, there's nothing saying that the character couldn't just sit in limbo until that week has passed and then resume operations. But it stops the infinite guild fountain. They they have to pay for that. Well, no, no. The infinite guild fountain still exists because a billing cycle is the 30 days. They just have to wait an extra week where the account does nothing. But once they've they've started the process of looping the account and waiting a week, that start point is now at that new week. So there's they're basically just perpetuating the cycle. So until they get banned, it's nothing stops them. Yeah, but I mean, if the, the whole thing is they can't yeah. just delete the character because they just delete the character and remake it because and they had the restriction. They they wouldn't get banned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just already have another character already undergoing that wait period where it's not doing anything to get itself banned. Well, yeah, the point is that's not sustainable. <laughs> that's, that's not sustainable that's, that's for them because they already delete the character now to remake it during the the one week wait we have in place already because they cap sparks and they have to wait the week before they can do it again. So they just delete the character, remake it. So that if you just did that alone, that stops yeah. the cycle. It's only viable no, it, it, if they keep doing it. Doesn't, it doesn't stop the cycle because it, it doesn't. It doesn't change anything about what their activities are within a billing cycle. It it doesn't take them a week to make that gill. Yeah, but they have to remove the character immediately to start <laughs> over. Problem. Yeah, and then they just wait that week again. Absolutely. But the point is they can't wait that week. It's not viable if they can only do it once a week. Why? 
because they need to churn out the gill so they can sell it. If you can't sell more than 1 million per character per week, instead of being able to sell several million per character per day, it's a huge difference. It's not viable. You're, you're assuming it takes them the week to do that. Well, well, no, I'm saying, so they run around, they bot, they kill all this stuff in Gustaberg or whatever. So how long do you think it takes them? If it took mm-hmm. them two hours to cap Sparks and sell them. So that's, you know, 18 characters, two hours, and then that's that's it for the week. If right now they just re- they delete it in a couple hours and then remake the account and do the same thing over again, there's nothing stopping that infinite loop cycle. Whether it's a billing cycle or a conquest tally for a new character or whatever, you've stopped that infinite cycle. So yeah, they could keep them in limbo and, and do it again in a week and nothing would stop them at that point until they get banned. It just pushes it backwards. But right now, if anything happens to them or they make any new characters, anyone else enters the game or anything else like that to do that, there's there's you know there's a a stop on the infinite loop initially at least you just you just will always have characters in cycle correct and but then you have to juggle them and pay also, for them so not the only way that they they make their killing well they have to pay for them anyway <laughs> it's it's on 30 days not a week true just it's something. like like i was saying uh, it might have cut out it, it, it's like when people change their billing cycle and they think they've been ripped off. Correct. And of course, my thing cuts out when I try to explain this. No, 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 no. It came across before. But yeah. I, it, like if you change your cellular billing cycle, you're still paying for the exact amount of time you had before. <laughs> you're just now moving the date. And that's all they're doing is they're just moving the date. The, the process would have, have to be the banning longer otherwise they could still perpetuate an infinite cycle they just change the terms of the cycle and also one of the problems is that that's not the only way that they make gill either correct like they usually just manipulate the market that's a problem too that's the easiest way just using bitter yeah just buy low sell high and that's on sc2 because all of something we had talked about in a very early episode about how I had spoken to Rooks about the impact of using Bitter and that while it may not be as visible on the selling side, there's a very clear marker packet-wise and, and just replicating of... To keep it simple, there was a... And simple because I don't fully understand it, obviously, because it's not my, my gig. But there is a very clear trail, a very noticeable trail, if you looked at it left from using Bitter to buy on the auction house. So if Essie was just proactive enough and fucking just looked at that trail to ban the people using Bitter, which of course would lump up all those non-bot, non-RMT players that use it, I mean, it would just be a lot easier to just handle it that way. But then that would end the game. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I don't use Bitter. I don't use Bitter anymore because I know it's not good to Go use. Feel free. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't have a stake in it. I, I mean, I don't. I don't have a stake in directly that that solution. So I'd say go for it. You know. Um, yeah, I, I just, I wish there were more ways of interacting with it. The problem is, is that everything is too slow right now is the problem like all the interaction is too slow. The the whole capping sparks thing came around at the same time. They stopped all the metal duping too. If they would have just stopped the metal duping on its own, I'm pretty sure sparks would have been fine to leave uncapped. Like I, I'm not, I'm not convinced that capping sparks even is doing that much. It, it was, it was them removing the metal duping. That was really, it's slowing thing. it down from legitimate players for sure, which is good. Kind of a problem. I mean, legitimate players should be able to make kill that way. There's other ways to Especially make Especially with all the guild they took out in the economy with the, with the boom of Odyssey. It was annoying. Well, yeah, Odyssey allows them. That, that's guild for doing a one-time-a-day event, which is good. 
it was people were just getting on with all their mules and everything and just normal players just spamming gain exp like when gain exp happened everyone dropped everything to go run and spam sparks to sell millions and millions of gill immediately and it was making so much gill now it's just the you know the people that want to abuse it and that's a lot that the, turns off the spigot a lot more than just you know allowing everyone to do it yeah when it comes to when it comes to the rmts i think they should just be they should run more packet audits basically it's not that hard to find these people no i wouldn't think it would be they should they should run audits on the on the packet injection and and <laughs> refine that i don't know they should be able to see the thing coming across and when they see it it should be able to be flagged because it would be a non-standard packet that's that's the only thing that i can think of and it should be very easy to reduce that data to a uh, to like a .csv or like some sort of like spreadsheet right and then you can then sort it manipulate it state your case for it and then ban the shit out of people there you go so does not. a lot of the people that offered suggestions in this thread about how to improve the game was basically just um, complaining about inconveniences. Remove so here's one: remove the lockout on Inharyar, uh, remove the entire limit break system, remove all uh, time-based delays, uh, cutscene skip again. Fucking. Let me spam my mythic. Yeah, uh, the entire first half of every single Magian trial that involves killing something, like all of the Empyrean kill X and M quests, remove those altogether. If it's a pure kill trial, cut it down by 50 to 90%. 50 undead? You should only have to kill 250 to 50 undead. 50 Glavoid shells? You only need like 25 to 5 Glavoid shells. So I just did the um, the kill and M quests for Herverglamir in three days. Uh, for all of the ones where you have to camp the lottery in. I should only take, like, cut it down by 90%. It should take, like, like two hours. I mean, it, it took me three days because I'm also going full-time to school and then also doing homework and stuff like that. Like, I, I'm not playing the game, like, 24 hours a day. But I just leave my... I do leave the game on, and, like, I'll just, like, stay in zone. So if I have, like, a passing five minutes, I'll kill, like, a round of mobs. If it pops, it pops. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'll just keep going about what I'm doing. But like it but doing it that way, which sounds really inefficient, I got it all done in three days. Like you, you can't wait three days in a desert. Convert like, all time spawn NMs to thirty minute maximums. None of them drop anything <laughs> worth camping anyway. I mean, it, it it's not really that. It's just you have to go out and do it. Uh, it's like no, the content is not going to challenge you in any kind of way, but it does make you be patient, which a lot of people don't like. Everyone is just hurry up and go. So just be patient. Just chill with the game. Take some time not playing the game, maybe. And just come back to it every once in a while to, to camp the NM and then like go away. It's like, supposed it's... to be a weapon. Kara's the same problem. Like She wants it immediately. And it's supposed to be a weapon. It's like an ultimate weapon. It's supposed to have the gravity and impact of being a difficult thing to obtain. They made yeah. it easier to get over time and, and worn away at the process naturally from being something that was like impossible. Like no one could see themselves having a mythic when it first came out in like what? Oh, yeah. Oh nine or something like no one was Oh eight or 30,000 Alexander. Right. No one could see having it. And like no one ran around with it. When, when uh, a relic weapon first came out, like people made entire link shells and like the one leader would have the weapon. <laughs> and there was like a couple of the weapons on a whole server and it just didn't exist. Like it was supposed to be, like this end-all, be-all, and of course they're not compared to stuff later on that came now, but it's supposed to be an end-all, be-all kind of thing. It's supposed to be mm -hmm. an accomplishment of like, 
I w like when you get your Lu Shang's rod, you get a key item in this game. It says like, you know, you could have been a help to society or whatever, but you wasted all your time <laughs> fishing. Let me actually pull that key item up. That's you, funny. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. That's pretty great though. Everyone's in such a big damn hurry to get things and it doesn't hurt you to just take some time in camps and NMs. Like honestly, that's not even a tall ask. Like Empyreans are actually the, the easiest thing to make. Well, I don't know. Relics are arguably also easy to make, but they're definitely a lot easier to make than mythics. And they're, you know, as far as your time investment is concerned, and they're they're definitely the only thing that that's easier to make is I would say aeonics. Aeonics, you can just as long as you have 50k beads, just go run through and murder all that shit, and you got and you got a, a shiny new aeonic. So the item you get for completing the ten thousand moat carp slash forest carp, which forest carp are later to make the quest easier, but since no one fishes up forest carp anymore like they used to when they're still out fishing, they don't have forest carp around. So you get a item testimonial, and it says testimonial. This certifies that you have gathered no less than ten thousand carp. Please spend your time in a manner more beneficial to society. Your achievement <laughs> is noteworthy for its utter lack of meaning. With heartfelt disapproval. Uh, Galios and Jolet. Pretty excellent. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it's great. Please spend your time in a more beneficial way to society. Because it, it's it's funny though, because like people who make relics and mythics, they often bitch about having to do the the kill trials afterwards. But Burkang. these <laughs> Burkang was so easy. Burkang. Uh, but doing an Empyrean, you don't have to do any of those trials. Like once you get done spending your your rift item or whatever. Um, but you had to camp the NMs before and then kill like yeah. stuff before. It's like oh, it's, that's too hard. Yeah, uh, what I'm saying is like oftentimes people will spend just about as much time camping those NMs as they do, you know, as as they would have on the kill trials. The only thing that's different is doing the Abyssia NMs, which I don't know. I would they, they, rather they camp the cool. NMs than have to do a million Nizal Isles, a million Inherniars, a million Assaults, and everything all over again. All of that uh, middle finger and a tilde key there. That's right, just slapping that shit. Okay, anyway, let's wind this down. Um, yeah, we're about done. Yeah, we're about yeah. done. So I don't know if, if the what could improve this game was really reached, but ultimately the overall arcing theme, which is consistent with all episodes, is that it's down to the players to make this game better, as cliche and tropish <laughs> right. as that is. But really, we always put it back on everybody. It is. It's really honestly, it's, true, it's, it's, you know, this is our village, and it's up to everyone in this case, unfortunately, because it's unfortunate because if it wasn't, it could be easily fixed, but it's up to everyone to make this, this hellhole of an old, you know, pussy faggot game that we all play to, to be a happy livable place. I don't have complaints about this game like on its own. Like the, the only thing I would really like to see them fix, like I said briefly, was to go back through like the blue spells and make them more relevant and like some of the packs and make them more relevant. Just make some of the old spells and stuff more relevant. And that doesn't take up any new data or anything like that. It's just going back through and updating things that are already occupying those slots. That's all you gotta do. That's That's my critique. And it's brief. Like, I think that would make the game better because if you make it more interesting, you have a more depth of play. But the thing that would actually help the game is something that SE can't do, and it's just getting people off their fucking asses to play the game. You could encourage it with design. I think it was good when they, know, they changed, like, people would just lot the drops for all the high-tier battlefields that sit in the zone and lot them without even entering. I think it was good they made everyone enter Odin and Alexander and Lilith and stuff. Like, That's the, true. Minor things like that help. 
uh, having to like someone posted on uh, r slash ffxi. Of course, it did. Does it really take four days to get the Kalunga? Like I have to go through shoal A, B, and C and get segments just to go into Kalunga. This is ridiculous. Like that's good design in my opinion because they can't just yeah. run in and do it. And these people are acting like it's like four straight fucking days of your life. It's like 96 hours of your life to get to Kalunga, which is not true. It's you do some Odyssey like every night, sure. And yeah, sure, you can get to Kalunga. I need a cutscene skip for the Moogle Fox. <laughs> right? Just let it come out and like hit your A button or entry key like twice and then go buy your segments or whatever. Eternity does exist, you know. Sure. I, I don't use it. It's but you can now. use it. I could, yeah. But I mean, I can't speak to it. And honestly, I think it's fine without it. Like, I don't get all this like hurry up and go shit that people are after. Like another 30 seconds in your life, like you can slow your fucking roll. Nobody in this world is that important. You know, you could get back to <laughs> writing a blog about your your deeply hated rude enemy. If you just skipped all these cutscenes. you'd have all this free time to sit in your ass and like watch yeah, a rerun think, on YouTube. I mean, while that cutscene is playing, think about all the hateful shit you could say to Spicy. So Just much hateful shit. <laughs> yeah, man. So many things could be put type up. it all out. <laughs> so many things to be put in my fridge, Fox. Write a fucking thesis on it. <laughs> but yeah, like there, there's all sorts of shit you could be doing. And like if it's a if it's an inconvenience to play this game as is, then maybe this isn't the game for you. Correct. And it's there's nothing wrong with admitting that okay. just because something you don't like is the way it is. And this there are legitimate improvements and many of them that we made to this game, but the core essence of this game is the way it is. The, the old mechanics and everything that's built in this game, it is that way. And that's not going to change. And if you don't enjoy that, then you don't enjoy the game. And paying to get past all these things you don't like that are there to not be liked intentionally is not going to go away ever. So like, just either enjoy the game or it's okay if the game ends. Just don't play. And it's okay if the game winds down because there's enough people in the game. I'd rather it end and wind down than be this fucking zombie of troglodytes and neanderthals that run around fucking paying 150 mil for chloris buds and going mm, no skill chain you know just this nonsense it's just fucking stupid at this point so yeah but it's gotten very late and i'm fucking exhausted at this point so, i agree yeah <laughs> the dynamics definitely ran along it did uh, i enjoy all that and i i enjoy this game and, and things that come with it so as always, Fox, thank you. Yeah, man. And uh, later, guys.